Show me the news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me Your News. Yes, it is the most wonderful time of the year. We're coming off the heels of the Electronic Entertainment Expo 2010, and this is Show Me Your News, episode 64. I am Yoko, and some of you may be listening because you may have heard that I attended the show, and we'll be giving a lot you know, of opinions today. But before I introduce my guest today, the theme must have been faded out by now, I must introduce you with this. So, the Nintendo 64 kid basically sums things up today because Nintendo absolutely dominated at E3, and this is episode 64 of the podcast. It's a wonderful, wonderful time. So today on the show... It's pretty much been their season of Show Me Your News. We're at the season finale, quote-unquote, before we become senior citizens, starting at episode 65 with a new season and a new theme and all that goes with it. But this has been their season pretty much. Uh, They did episode 52 with the fan cast. Episode 56 was their debut. They did 58 with the Poke cast, and now they're back here on episode 64. Let's first introduce Super. Bongiorno. Yeehaw. And also Tony TH. Hey guys, good to be back. Excellent. So you guys are, you know, huge Sonic fans. If uh, you listened to the episodes with them before, and that's that's perfect because there'll be a lot of Sonic uh, discussion to talk about. But first of all, guys, thoughts on E3 this year? Epic. Epic sounds good. Epic Definitely. yarn, epic Mickey. You know. <laughs> yeah, epic yarn, epic Mickey. And uh, Kevin Butler's speech. And for me, this the confirmation of space battles in Halo Reach. I think that's about sums up my, my thoughts. Yeah. The, what's, great, what's great as Sonic fans, too, is there's five games literally floating around right now. <laughs> uh, let me think here. Sonic Colors, Sonic Colors DS, which are completely different games. Uh, or Huh? So Sonic, Sonic 4, and then there's the... Unknown Sonic 3DS title. And Free Riders and Adventure D or just Adventure, I guess, on Xbox Live and PSN. That would be six then. Well, I wasn't counting the DS version of colors, so yeah, you're right. Craziness indeed. So, you know, it's generally the uh, the consensus right now with E3 that Nintendo won the show by a landslide, then, you know, Sony did alright. So they came in you know, second, and then Microsoft struggled a little bit, so we'll go in reverse order, so you got to stick around to hear from me personally my 3DS experience, if it does work. Hint is a yes, but you know, you want, you want to hear more details on that. So let's, let's start with Microsoft. Um, I personally was on an airplane, or at the airport for most of the conference, but I did leave after the uh, Halo Reach bit, 
and then, you know, I saw the, the conferences I missed, you know, yesterday. So I think what excited me most about the Microsoft uh, conference was the Metal Gear Solid Rising trailer. And I know probably most, you know, diehard Metal Gear Solid fanboys are like, oh, it's Raiden and he's got a demonic eye. But it, the trailer looked really cool and, you know, it had that bit of Japanese humor in there with cutting the watermelon at the end. <laughs> Um, that was so Kojima-like. Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, I saw I saw the game, I'm like, oh, could it be a, a Natal, I mean, Connect game? Because I'm, I'm still trying to get over that name of Connect. I'm like, you know, is this a Connect game? And then you actually see the Connect games, and you're like, I don't want this to be a Connect game. Yeah. It won't be. I mean, he's running around really fast, too. <laughs> Um, yes. Imagine running in place that fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Tony, what was your favorite part of the Microsoft show? Uh, honestly, and it's pretty sad is uh, all the multimedia stuff you can do with Connect. Oh yeah. I love that. That that's what makes me sad. I think the move had a lot more game potential, and Connect had a lot more. Oh, cool! I don't have to get off my butt and move the menu, and I can just use my voice to. <laughs> to just tell my Xbox what to do. Although, Although I imagine I'll be yeah, like the part of the video chat where, like, you know, they're like, "Oh, that's the last Airbender." Yeah, some of the guys, you know, bought it and they got their score. Oh, I bet you did too. Oh, come on, my gamer score is totally, you know, real. Like, yeah. some of the scripted parts just like it made you cringe. This is just terrible writing. They seemed like they rehearsed it extensively more than anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, but I was excited for the functions. I was not excited with the acting. <laughs> yes, there you go. You got it. This was a conference, not a basically an audition for greater parts within the Microsoft company. <laughs> Which maybe they were hoping for. Uh, I heard a lot of women say that they hated the representation of women at the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't blame them. It was kind of weak. Uh, Super, you mentioned the uh, the space battles for Reach. I did, and I was ridiculously excited after that point. And then they followed it up. Where did they follow? Uh, Gears of War was also very awesome. I was very surprised. I was glad to see the Berserker back from after Gears of War one. Um, if people know, you didn't really exactly see that enemy in Gears of War two at all. There's a lot of foreshadowing in Gears of War two which I think had actually had it suffer a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Gears of War 3 looks absolutely fantastic, even from the... <laughs> like Tony said, Hey, Marcus isn't wearing a car anymore! Yay! <laughs> Yahtzee pointed out that they're wearing half a car. <laughs> and four-player co-op, that's going to be awesome. I, I only play yeah. Gears passively, but I'm probably going to start getting into it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had a very excited yelp when they said four-player co-op. Oh, me and you are probably going to play through that one. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to revive me a lot. You're going to have to pit my hair and revive me. It's going to be make sure to get in the cover, because that's pretty much all that game is. I don't know. In I, the run begin- out, I run out there with the chainsaw revving a lot. It, right in the beginning, the guy playing, he did like jump over cover and just run in the guy's faces, and I'm like, okay. I'm just like, he's totally going to die, and then he just like stuck a grenade to one guys send him in isn't that what happens with like all game demos i, I especially notice we can talk about more you know in sony's but especially in kill zone 3 it's just like 
he should be dead now. Eh, he would be dead right yeah. now. Oh, he'd totally be dead right now, but this is a demo, and they're not going to die. Oh, he'd, he'd be dead right now. Yeah, I was actually catching that a lot, especially during Killzone, when I, when the guy took a rocket to the face and yes. was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, that doesn't happen. If that happens, I would never play games because I know I'd win before I start. Mm-hmm. I think Mayumoto needed a win button, but we'll get to that later. Uh, yeah. Um, so Microsoft spent most of their time talking about the amazing things that Kinect can do. And yes, the, the multimedia functions do look great. I mean, you know, hands-free controlling, especially for the Netflix video playback, you know, works great. Um, the ESPN feature, I, I kind of like that. It was pretty cool, especially when it's no charge for a game, uh, you know, for gold members. Mm-hmm. So it's a good bonus. Um, but let's let's talk about the actual games and what Connect can actually do as far as gaming is concerned. Uh, what were your thoughts on that, Super? Uh, as far as gaming is concerned, I don't know. It really needs to do better than it's been doing so far. Um, I was really underwhelmed, especially since they had an entire focus on party games. Um, I think everyone saw how just like... And a lot of people said they were just doing recorded uh, Kinect footage. None of, the, none of the stuff they did on stage was actually real. Really? Yeah, I had actually read mm-hmm. that in uh, a number of places, that they were just acting out what was going on on screen, especially during the dancing segments. Well, no, that was definitely oh. the case for the, uh, what was it, the special Kinect um, blowout thing where you had the, the guy who was trying to act the lightsaber game. That was probably mm-hmm. the the worst mime acting ever, but uh, yeah, I, I think like the workout like seemed to you know give the impression, and also well the the dancing the dancing games look ridiculous. I'm sorry, yeah. especially being at E3, I was like in the move line, and they were asking you like you know well what game do you want to try out? You'd be amazed at how many people said anything but dancing. Really, it's just who we are as as gamers. That looks ridiculously fun as a party game. That was the only one I was interested in, actually. Really? I mean, that just looks that just looks stupid fun when you're around a bunch of friends, particularly drunk. I would imagine. Oh well, yes, yes. That's when that alcohol was, is in the mix. You know, that's. I was gonna say it, but as the only one here who was actually under twenty-one. Ah, you can't oh, drink. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about can't drink. I just choose not to. Uh-huh. Hey, I don't want my insurance to go up. Uh-huh. Well, then don't hey. drive when you're drunk. It's very simple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I end up driving a lot of drunk people. Hey, it's it's good to be a DD. I'm not going to lie. Um, but before we get drill on that but topic... Not, but, but not day, day, day. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Skittles? Was Skittles cute enough for you, or was, was it more that the girl was just terribly annoying? Creepy as hell. <laughs> Creepier than Milo? <laughs> I never saw Milo. What? Good for you. I, I never saw Milo. I just was not interested in that conference last year. So I just completely skipped over a Microsoft conference last year. Did you want Milo, Yoko? You know what? I, I was surprised Milo wasn't there. And one of my you know celebrity sightings was I walked right past Peter Molyneux. <laughs> I, I was considering, like, you know, there's West Hall and South Hall, if you ever go to E3, and it's held in the Los Angeles Convention Center. And, you know, I was I was at South Hall for a little bit because I was thinking, like, oh, you know, maybe I'll stop by the G4 booth, I'll get there early, and, you know, maybe be in the audience because I only had two day, two hours on the last day. 
So, you know, I, I think about it for a little bit. I'm like, I don't think G4 is actually doing coverage right now. Turns out they weren't. So I decided to leave and go back to West Hall where all the Nintendo and Sony stuff was. Yeah, it was basically Nintendo and Sony and others were in West. And then Microsoft and EA and Ubisoft and all were in South. Um, so I went back to West Hall and, you know, it was still, you know, 10 minutes before the show started. Walking down, like, the, the long hallway in between and, like, I walked past and I'm like, that looks like Peter Molyneux. And, like, I... I check, like just you know, kind of. I checked the badge and I was like, sure enough, it's, it's him. And I almost wanted to ask, like, you know, hey, how's uh, how's Milo and Kate doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't there anywhere. Just punches you in the face. <laughs> but yeah, Did still, you expect to look at the badge and see Peter Molyneux's clone? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, because there are certain celebrities where you like look at them and then it's undeniably them. He's one of them where it's like, I think it's him. Check. Oh yes, it is him. I gotcha. <laughs> and that, that's how it is. Um, but uh, Skittles Girl was kind of creepy and annoying. Um, mm-hmm. She just when, wouldn't shut up. Especially when, like, she hid and then she's like, don't tell him I'm here. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh we won't. <laughs> uh, I, I, that would only be impressive if someone actually did say she was there and, like, the animal reacted. Yeah. Or, like, Skittles, rip her head off. Because <laughs> it's a tiger. A little baby tiger isn't going to be, like, playing friendly with you. And then they say, like, there's 30 other animals. I'm like, is a dinosaur one of the animals? I think my exact, I think my exact words to Super when we were watching that was, oh, the furries are going to love this. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was direct. direct <laughs> Skittles, I want to be part of your world. Uh, Make me like you. <laughs> At that time, I probably would have just closed the window, went on a 12 k killing spree. Uh, I would not have been happy. Yeah. So it, let's see the other. I mean, they had you know other connect games like they had Joyride and all that, and um, what else? They had the workout. Thing, which I found kind of interesting. I was doing some research on it, and they said that at the Microsoft conference, they measured, you know, the woman and all, and said she was 5'8". But then uh-huh. at the Ubisoft conference, you know, it was the same woman. They measured her and said that she was 5'6". Mm. Whoops. Oops. Nice job, Connect. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's basically like they're trying to capitalize on, on Wii Fit, and um, they also Connect had sports. the dance. They had the Dance Central game. Um, what can I say? People dancing. <laughs> really well, admittedly. Yeah, but we're not known for our, you know, dance moves. Getting our groove no. on. No. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I think, it, the you know, the gaming part of Connect, and you know, I'll, I'll tell a little bit of my Connect experience at the show. When... You know, the, the line for Connect, it was basically set up in, like, this big dome with, like, five or six little bubbles where they each had, you know, Connect stations. And so you go in this line, and it looks deceptively short, especially when you compare it to, like, 3DS and Zelda, which <laughs> were huge. Just absolutely massive. So it's, like, a deceptively short line when you see this line. And then you're going through, like, really tight corridors with the same replaying footage over and over again. And there's no air conditioning, and you're wearing a suit, and it's just like, oh, my God, get me out of here. So I get paired up with, since I was just by myself in line, I get paired up with uh, three French journalists. Yeah. And uh, we play 
connect and we did joyride uh did the adventures game with the river raft one mm-hmm. where you had to jump and collect all the stuff and also the the classic ricochet ball uh one that's like breakout down the hall in a way oh okay um did you enjoy it i mean yeah it it did a good job like the te- technology's good I'll give it that, especially with like you know the multimedia stuff. It'll it'll be great, but the problem with Connect games is that you see a limit, and it's it's very very evident. There's only so much you can do. Even I saw, you know, Sonic Freeriders, and admittedly, when I you know got some video of it, you guys might see I got like some of the worst footage because you know Sonic lands in the water and he starts swimming, and you have to actually like move your arms to swim. So like the girl who was playing just looked like absolutely ridiculous, flailing her arms to. <laughs> Try swimming as Sonic. My God! What? Wait, Sonic swimming? Yeah, because like the board, you know, you know, kind of just goes off of a thing and it goes in the water. And Sonic's never swam before, but apparently in Sonic Freeriders, because it's for Connect, he starts swimming. Well, he did in Brawl, I guess, a little yeah, bit. He doggy paddled or whatever. But he had a life jacket in the, even in the Olympic Games. So what the hell? It's he was he was doing the free crawl, not on top of the water, underwater. He was swimming underwater. <laughs> anyway, um, that's not the point. But like, only like with that, like you know, it looks like a not have bad title, but there's only so much you can do. You're not gonna be seeing a first person shooter for Connect anytime soon. Mm. It's just not that possible. And so, you know, the games are fun for families, but if you take gaming seriously, and especially, I want to get your opinions on this, actually. All right. They never mentioned the price of Natal. Excuse no, they me, did Connect. Not. No, they didn't. I do this once again, Connect. They did say I'm going to do know, it too, November man. 4th, Don't it. November 4th for the Americas, but Amazon has a listing for Connect, and it says that it will be one forty nine ninety nine. Hmm. Not Too as bad much? as I thought. Too much? I Too thought it was going to be uh, around at 179. I was ha- I was hoping it would be 99. Honestly, it, ha- it needs to be under 100. If mm-hmm. you know, if Microsoft is actually going to push this to the audience that they're now so desperately trying to you know get. Well, one thing I have to say though is uh, I laughed because uh, I watched the Sony conference this morning to in preparation for this podcast. Yeah. And I left, I was watching it, and it's just like they announced the PlayStation Move controller for $50. And everyone was clapping, and it's just like, yeah, it's a low price. <laughs> and, then they, and then they went into the Nunchuck controller, which is like $30, and like no one said a word. There's like silence. They're just like, oh. And you have to get the camera, and there's a bundle if you want the game too. And... Yeah, and huh? I'm just like, really? You guys... Really thought that would have worked, huh? And that's only I know for some one friends controller. who that's one controller. I know, I know some friends who do have the camera like already though, so it's not as bad if you have the camera, I guess. But if you bid on yeah. the toy stuff, I guess, yeah. Um, let's see what other Xbox games did I play before we move on to Sony? I okay, let's start talking Sonic. I played Sonic Four, and I loved it. I loved really? it. I mean, people are complaining, and I expect, you know, super especially you're part of the uh, the Sonic Retro uh, yeah. community, which I'm sure is well, always trying to find flaws with every little thing, but I think the main thing I see online is that, oh, we don't like that Sonic uncurls after he, you know, goes off of a ledge. Hmm, I'm going to complain about it. Let's and, complain about it. 
It, that is that is like the only bad thing I had to say about the game. I'm not going to say it sucks or anything, but that does irk me pretty bad. I hated that in CD when you jumped on a spring and he's like, oh, I'm going to do a twirl for no reason so I can be vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, but you use the homing attack. Like, I was watching like a video and there's just like, I guess someone who's never played Retro Sonic before. That was kind of the other annoying thing too is that a lot of people I saw just didn't know how to play Sonic games, but whatever. Um, you know, tried to like go off like the ledge and he was uncurled and he just like runs right into an enemy and then like he doesn't collect a ring he tries again same thing happens like dude a equals homing attack string those four together well, it's not even that if you do something that hurts you you should probably not do that again regardless yeah. well what's hilarious is that one of the newest stupid things that from the uh, sonic retro Uh-oh. community i'm worried I can't wait. They're complaining about the dust. dust I'm, so, I'm sorry, what? When Sonic rolls into a ball, he kicks up too much dust. I, I'm I sorry, that. get alive. <laughs> I hate our fandom. It's just like, it, it just, that's just one of the newest complaints, though. And uh, uh, one was one complaint that I found was actually a very legitimate one. Um, it shows Sonic... Uh, Approaching a loop, uh-huh. and he jumps. But he doesn't even run the loop. He as long immediately when he crosses um, over the you know the loop aspect, he jumps back, leans back, and then goes straight down the loop without even running it. Hmm. And it's just like it's just kind of a lazy programming. And some people are saying, and I'm just like, I'm actually kind. Of, I actually really like that idea. Like yeah. it, it makes you feel like there's actually a bit more of a 3D aspect to the 2D plane. Right. Um... He's just leaping down. Another thing that, you know, the development team has already said that they've noticed and they've heard, you know, fans say at E3 and that they will fix is that, you know, fans, I guess, you know, had an issue with, you know, uh, his, the startup speed to actually get him going yeah. at full speed. So they're going to, they're going to shorten that window up, which is, is good. But honestly, like, I never had a problem with it because I just went into spin dash mode. I never did, like, a running start. I was, I was rarely not, I was rarely not in a ball in the classic games. Yeah. Spin dash, don't you mean boost, 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 boost? No. Yeah. Well, it's not there. Or even, like, I'd just, you know, if I was standing still, I'd jump and I'd homing attack, and that'd get me going into a good speed. Like, I just... It, you know, it amazes me that you... I don't know if you guys have talked about it, like, last time Cyberlink were on here. I don't remember, but... They're, with all the leaks, Sega's basically said... Oh yeah, we're taking a bunch of crap out because you you told us to. You told us you didn't like them. Oh, yeah. We leaked the game. We leaked the game and leaked it online, and everyone watched it. And it might have caused them a bunch of money. But they're like, "Oh no, we're gonna fix these things," and people are still complaining. It is astounding. I think it might be because like, they delayed it to to be able to do so. But it's like the Nintendo way. I mean, if you're gonna release a game, you want it to be perfect. <laughs> that and it's episode one, so it's kind of a template for the other one. Exactly. So we want the engine you're, to be right. perfect. You're right. One thing I noticed uh, is that the camera's a bit zoomed out now. It was it was very zoomed in in the leaks. And oh, interesting. Oh, seen, you're right. From what I've seen in some of the videos, the hastily taken videos of E3, is that the camera's a bit more zoomed out. You can actually see more, and I that's something I very much enjoyed. Hmm. I think, too, that helped with the branching past because it didn't look like there was many, but now that the camera zoomed out, I think that does help. You could see a lot of different paths now. Nice. Um, let's actually talk about this one now because, like, there's a couple other, you know, Sony games I played, but we can count this one here as an Xbox game. I think Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is one of my favorite games of the show. 
Um, it just looked like a ridiculous amount of fun. And granted, I'm, I'm terrible at 2D fighters. I really am. Especially, like, when it's, you know, kind of frowned upon to pause and, like, look at the attack list and whatever. So, like, yeah, I'll, I'll need time with the game, but they borrow the controls heavily from TBC, which is amazing. Um, you know, the character models look great. It's exactly like what the, it should be. It's got a, still got a kind of car, was it, comic action feel to it. Um, and, you know, the action is intense. It's hectic in a good way. And I had a blast playing it with it, and I can't wait to play it some more. Who's all playable? Um, let's see. They had... I'm going to try to rattle it off by memory. Fun. You had uh, Captain America, Iron Man, Deadpool was playable. Although I wanted to play him, but my opponent picked him before, and you couldn't have duplicate, which kind of sucked. Um, Wolverine was playable, and there was one other uh, Marvel... You, know, you, had, you had Ryu for Capcom, you had oh. Felicia, you had, um, goodness, Morrigan was definitely playable. Chris Redfield, probably. Chris was not. Um, really? He was in the first initial trailer, so I was thinking. Yeah, he was He was in the initial trailers, but um, he wasn't there. I, I don't know why I'm totally blanking like this, but uh, it was well, It was about like eight characters or so. Yeah, Dante was playable. Um, oh yes, and I actually pull off some sweet stuff with him. So he's gonna be—he's like a, a heavy type with, uh, with you know, strong attacks, but a little slow. So it's kind of like an that Ike, makes sense. like absolutely like an Ike, if we want to compare it on Smash terms. Well, you know, what's not, what's funny is that I think just the other day, like three days ago, I purchased uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Two. I had never played it before. Mm-hmm. Bought it off the Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah. And me and my buddy, we're both terrible at traditional fighters. Mm-hmm. Like Street Fighter-ish, uh, Street Fighter-esque. And we had a blast. We failed so hard, but we had a blast. <laughs> going to town on the controllers, doing whatever. And it was, it, the game, it's built on a solid franchise. Mm-hmm. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is most definitely built on a solid franchise. Absolutely. Um, there's a rumored... Um, roster list out for Marvel vs. Capcom 3 right now. And so some people are having some objections over that. Um, I'm sure as soon as it'll come out, Capcom will make a super Marvel vs. Capcom 3 HD remix. Are you saying that they had objections? Were you making a pun there? Uh, Objection! (laughs) Because a lot of people have been wanting Phoenix Wright in a fighting game. Yeah. Oh no! Here yeah. I've got the uh, the roster for E3. Here we go. Oh really? Um, it was Morgan, Ryu, Captain America, Iron Man. Chris was actually playable. Go figure. Uh, Dante, Deadpool, Hulk, Felicia, and Wolverine. So five. Probably didn't recognize Chris because he's on steroids now. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was surprised when I bought Marvel vs. Capcom 2 to see Jill Valentine playable. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Jill's I- awesome. Well, I was just so surprised to see her there, and it turns out she's actually one of my best characters. Nice. Um, is, is Wesker going to be in the new one? Because he seemed like he'd fit very well out of all the rest of the evil to, characters. According to this rumored roster, Wesker is available on the Capcom side. All right, cool. And um, oh. Phoenix Wright is not. Sad, objection! Sad, <laughs> objection. He totally <laughs> should be. Do, 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 I, I'd have to do, say that, do, do, like, do, do. considering that they were, um, that I think it was 
Famitsu, who ran an article on how um, Phoenix Light Wright was supposed to be DLC for uh, Tanatsu Noko vs. Capcom before yep. Nintendo denied it. Uh, denied DLC for the game. I would say it's almost BS to see if he's not on a, on the, that rumored list. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it says the, this article here, this is from Hadoken.net, uh, H-E-D-O-K-N, as opposed to O-U. Uh, remember the full roster leak of Super Street Fighter 4? What about the leak of roster for Tatsunoko vs. Capcom? Well, it appears no Capcom fighting games is safe from those leaks, as apparently the full roster of Marvel vs. Capcom 3 has been leaked via a website glitch. The list of characters was spotted via the Flash source code of the official game website and has since been deleted, which adds more fuel to the burning fire. So, so they pulled a Sega. I don't know, guys. This It might be pretty legit. It could be, but I'd still say that we might be able to see Phoenix Wright as DLC for that game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can definitely see you know DLC possibilities since it's only for you know Live Arcade and PlayStation Network. Mm-hmm. So we will definitely see in the future. Um... Aside from that, though, let's talk about Sony. And I know I do Tony want to was... say real fast, though, that I'm really sad that Rare's game was freaking Connect Sports. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you would be especially sad, especially since it was that was the one I wanted to try. But I guess the French people oh, they, they do not like these sports. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it, it did look a little disappointing. But probably the best, you know, looking Connect game. That they had. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, Tony here was very excited about Sony's conference, and Super and I were. I, I, I think <laughs> you know, I think Sony did okay. They did they did a good job. They did better than Microsoft, but they need to give up the montages. I swear, oh, they God. are frequent. They are too long, <laughs> and we just don't care. Once I saw that stupid PlayStation insignia and all their little. Like HDTVs, PlayStations, and controllers. Just like by the fourth time I had to see that thing, I was just like, I was just skipping the video. Yeah. Just like, skip the video, skip the video. And I was on game trailers, which surprisingly, or unsurprisingly, has a very broken video skip feature. (laughs) So it it, it was kind of, so I ended up skipping a lot of uh, people's dialogue during, in between montages. Oops. Yeah. Kevin Butler. I'm not gonna... was, yeah, Kevin Butler was a good surprise. Um, you know, especially since you know he should have hosted just the entire damn thing. Yeah. Because Sony's executives don't know, in my opinion, how to put on an interesting show. Um, Pete, what's his face, was always looking down at the teleprompter, which was exceedingly annoying. I mean, Jack, Jack has his moments, but he's he seems like he's a little bit aloof, and you know. Kaz, you know, is, I guess, probably the best of the three options, and he was on very briefly. But, you know, Kevin Butler did, like, the rallying cry for gamers, which is, which is you know, good. And then, I think the most disappointing part of the show for, uh, for Sony's was those Marcus ads Thank for you. PSP. Give it up. Especially Thank you. when you see the Nintendo conference right before. <laughs> the PSP is dead. Done. Squadoosh. And if that's your response to your handheld console for this year is to get the guy, the black kid from Role Models, to do spokesperson stuff, <laughs> game over, man. Game over. It's an interesting ad campaign, but why would you show that at E3? That's just exactly. not smart. 
Yeah, uh, and they tried to even dye the fire of Kevin Butler with this kid. Yeah. Like, they made yeah. him seem, seem less awesome. And I'm just like, I'm not a Sony fanboy in any sense of the word, but I still respect them. And I really like the Kevin Butler ads. And then this market kid, Marcus kid comes in, and it's just like, they're trying to make Kevin Butler seem not cool. What's wrong with them? Marcus, PSP. <laughs> I think they, they, I think the only thing PSP's got this year that's interesting besides like Peace Walker is uh, Birth by Sleep. I can't really think of anything else I really want. It is kind of dead. Yeah, and the, yet they still try to say like, oh, you know, it's it's got hype. We got we got a future with PSP, and mm. not anymore. You don't. Well, one thing I want to say is the Dead Space Two when they announced that. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I was, I, I never played Dead Space, never played Dead Space Extraction, but when they said they the P, the uh, PS3 was having a limited edition version that came with Dead Space Extraction, I was actually floored by that. Hmm. That was awesome. I was very entertained by the fact that they didn't give up on Extraction. Um, uh, there was actually a rumor a while ago though that they were going to port Extraction because Wii sales were so bad, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, they, I heard though too with that that uh, it's going to be move enabled, which you know makes sense. But they also said it's not you don't have to. Which I've never played a rail shooter without a gun like that. I don't know how that would work. I have I, no idea how that would work. I want to see that. I have. It's it's a little underwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, you know, Gran Turismo Five finally has a release date. We got November second, two thousand ten. Uh, I did play GT five in three D. They had a bit, maybe about like you know ten sort of setups, and half of them were three D, and half of them were two D. And I was so excited because like you know I've heard about the Top Gear track in there for the longest time. I'm like I want to try the Top Gear test track. And what am I gonna pay? Oh, there's a Ferrari Enzo, there's a Lamborghini Gallardo, and everything is like <laughs> I, i'm just i want to give it a try and because I, I was when i was waiting in line i saw someone go through it it looks great and i'm like i want to try it for myself so i get in on the test track and i'm like i'm really excited i'm in my enzo and you know i start going and gunning it and you know the first big turn the game crashes on me oh, takes no. me back to the main menu i'm like maybe it's the car i don't know so I, that's when i picked the gallardo I tried again, and it crashes on me again. And I was so disappointed. They're like, "Yeah, you gotta try a different track." I'm like, "But, but, but Top Gear." <laughs> so I tried Grand, a different track. You heard it and... here. You heard it from Yoko and Gran Turismo Five. You can't turn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Yoko, didn't you see someone in like another setup playing the Top Gear track flawlessly? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and. Yes, I did, and uh, it was also interesting, too, because, like, the setups they had were just, like, the big chairs and the gas and the brake pedals realistic and the big wheels. So, like, this is totally not the setup you're going to have at home to play this game, but in 3D, too, I guess, sure, it, it works. But, you know, it, it looked good. Um, I just suck at driving games, especially ones with real real wheels, and you have to drift. When I've never drifted a car in real life, how the hell am I going to drift a car in a video game? <laughs> Especially Can't Mario so Kart it? By pressing the left trigger. Or no, something. no. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Go. Um, and, well, Little Big Planet 2 looks 
looks fantastic. Uh, the only part of the demo that they had on the floor was just the, the platforming and the tethering and you're collecting bits, but none of the really, really cool game modes that they had in the trailer there. I have to say that back when Little Big Planet was announced, I was just like, I'm going to have to buy a PS3 for that. But then it, it came out and it was just like, it was great, but it wasn't, you know, need to have. Then when I was watching the trailer for Little Big Planet 2, I wanted it. Yeah. I want that game so bad. I'm not really on the creative side, but my friends will go to town on that thing, and I'll probably see some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. You're not the creative type, but you get to download all the fruits of everyone's labor. I'll get to download every Mario level <laughs> ever made. Every Sonic level, every... I saw, some really, I saw some really cool uh, bosses and stuff like that in... Uh, Little Big Planet. I mean, someone recreated the entire, the entirety of the Sonic Three and Knuckles uh, Doomsday boss in Little Big Planet. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. The, the one with the fingers and the uh, blowing fire out of its nose. Yeah. <laughs> that is really cool. Yeah, they recreated the entire thing. It was actually, it was really entertaining. Hmm. I gotta look for that later. Well, you know, it gave Little Big Planet two, and you know, it'll it'll be on that because. You know, it's compatible with Little Big Planet 2. Sure. Um, so let's talk about the big things about Sony. First was their constant push uh, to 3D. And I don't know what you guys thought about 3D, but and I think especially you know after the 3DS to wear glasses and, you know, Nintendo definitely made points to jab at those. It's those glasses yeah. and all that. And, you know, they do look, you know, big and ridiculous, but... I think my big problem is that they just Sony just kind of glossed over the whole fact that you need a 3D TV, you know, a TV that's 3D ready. And a lot of people do not have that because that is really new technology. And they just gloss over it's like, oh yeah, so then you get that and then you'll be all good. No, 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 it's, it's not that easy for a lot of us, Sony. So, I mean, I think it's it needs a little bit more time before those 3D TVs, you know, dip down in price before before they become, you know, the media standard, which they're not right now. So I don't know why they're hitting this 3D market right now. And and later, I mean, the idea is really cool. I, I would love to have that kind of TV and everything. Yeah, it's just too expensive. I was uh, not, oh, go on, Tony. Uh, I was going to say that I hope Nintendo's little specs get leaked so we can have holographic TVs instead. <laughs> well, one thing I think that was problem, I think, for you, Yoko, is that you wear glasses, so you have to wear glasses over glasses. And that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Especially during when I was playing Gran Turismo 5, I was like, ah, I feel dumb. Yeah, I mean, that's probably not even comfortable. No, it, it isn't. I'll just say right now, it isn't. I know I've recently switched to contacts, and just be- I got contacts just before the 3D craze hit, so it was really, really good idea. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. But, yeah, I'm actually holding the uh, 3D glasses from my first 3D movie right now. That's what I tried to see all the stuff in, but... Did you give- steal them? No, they were supposed to throw them away. You're supposed <laughs> to give them back. No, we were supposed to throw them away. Oh my goodness. Why would you throw them away? I don't know. They just like, please recycle your glasses. Yeah, you're supposed recycle to give them glass. back to the theater. I just walked out with them on my face because I completely forgot. Because, like I told you, I'm used to having glasses on my face. Pro. Well, I guess Pro they didn't stop right you. It's there. their fault. Uh, <laughs> That's I'm a thief. <laughs> Klepto. 
Uh, what's funny is that I did it again, too. You did it twice? I've done it twice. I've got another pair sitting, like, in my desk downstairs. Oh, my God. You're unstoppable. <laughs> I don't um, think. <laughs> so, 3D aside, uh, Sony also pushed the move big time, and so they're also trying to get to this casual audience because they saw how well, and it's it's black. Oh, they have black Wii's now? <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, that the Penny Arcade comic, if you haven't seen it. Go see it. It's, it's perfect. It it really is, because it's just like everything they did, I'm just like, but doesn't the Wii do this now with the whole Wilson Plus thing? And just like, all they're doing is just like, I feel like I'm a couple of years, uh, years ago when they started, when Nintendo started doing this. I, I think it's a little more precise than Motion Plus, though. I, I think even more so, and it has more buttons, so I think it gives them more things they can do anyway. Especially I mean, did you guys camera. see Sorcery? Yeah. I saw Sorcery. I was... Uh, Sorcery looked like something that could have definitely been done on Wii. Not not gonna lie. Not in HD. Oh, man. It's like a Wii HD. I mean, look, I really do care about HD. Not not to an extent like I'm not gonna call the Nintendo games or anything, but it is nice to see games like that. I mean, I bought that TV. It is nice seeing games at their full potential. So I do like seeing things like that, but... Well, it's not the HD thing. It's not... It's... I think Yahtzee said it best. Until we can get some, you know, feedback on our actions, motion controls really are just not that great to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I want, it's like, if someone hits my shield, I want my, you know, I want it to feel a numb sensation crawl down my arm slightly. That's why they got, you know, those force feedback uh, mice for computer gaming that are in the not-too-distant future. The mm. Falcon, I think it's called. Captain Falcon? That's what I was going to say. I would love to start punching people with my mouse. <laughs> it's like, why are you doing that? It's called the Falcon. Nice. Um, yeah. What are your, your other you know, impressions <laughs> about the move? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but... Falcon, click! <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Psycho Wing. <laughs> yeah, Psycho Wing. Good one. Uh -oh. did, right. did you, uh, Heroes on the Move? That's kind of a cool you idea. Yeah. I, I was entertained by the idea, but then I, as soon as I realized the pun, I scoffed. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you guys did there. Uh, I just played the entire Ratchet franchise, so part of me is like, damn it, I gotta get this now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, I was entertained, entertained by all three series. I never played them, but I was always interested. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's like, now they're all in one game, and I'm just like, really? Well, alright they're then. on the move. And then yeah. you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, even, well, I guess uh, Jack was kind of a planet hopper, and I know Ratchet, Ratchet definitely, is. Definitely, Ratchet definitely is. I, guess, I hope Quark's in it, too. <laughs> didn't you see a statue of Quark? In there's, a, there's a Quark statue, but there's there's like a Quark statue like underwater in the game. He's not in, so that doesn't mean he's going to be in it. Hmm. Point, but if it's underwater, then it's probably, you know, kind of dropped down there from civilization that kind of got crumbled. No, no, I just think it fell. No one cared. Yeah. It's Quark, man. <laughs> yeah, I saw you play through that game. No one about Quark anymore. No. So but, anyway, Yoko, Yoko was trying to segue earlier. Let's try and see what he has to say. Well, anyway, because I, I did actually play and try the PlayStation Move, and you know, I, I will say that it's 
it's definitely you know very accurate. Probably a little more so uh, than the Wii Motion Plus because it does have you know that better uh, sense of depth and all. Um, but here's what I played for it. And guys, the move line again, even shorter than Kinect's line. It was actually almost embarrassing how short the PlayStation Move line was at E3. Just saying. Um, I'm sure. So I played TV superstars first. I was up for whatever, except dancing. Um, surprise, surprise. And <laughs> so TV superstars, you know, they basically started off with, they had like a face sort of print on the TV. All and right. you'd like, you know, put your face up to the camera so it fit that. And then you do like a normal face, a smiley face, and a really angry face. <laughs> and then they'd take those pictures and then they'd like map them onto like an avatar ripoff character, like from Microsoft. And then you'd, you'd adjust your hair, you'd adjust your clothes, whatever, and then you'd be in the game, and you'd be doing these different reality show mini-games. And so I did one that was like Wipeout, where you had to run in place with the move and then jump with by pressing the move button over these little things that would try to trip you up while you're running around a wheel. And then you also did this thing where you went back in a slingshot, and as you were flying towards this wall, there was a sort of like a a silhouette of the body shape that you should get into and you had to move your body around by moving the motion plot uh, the, the move <laughs> that's a Freudian slip there by moving the move around moving the move who says that that's, that's not even ridiculous. better that's not a... um, you're moving the move and heroes on the move <laughs> so yeah you move the move around to you know get your body in the right position then you get points for going through it that was interesting uh, I mean the game was just silly and, you know, good family fun, but whatever. So then I got back out and then got back in line. And, you know, the fight, that the boxing game, was the yeah. only one of the move games that was in 3D. And so, you know, a lot of people wanted to play that. I waited for an hour in line while everyone was just, like, going past me. It's like, yep, I want to play iPad. I want to play, you know, sports superstar, sports champions. Um, I'm going to we'll go, we'll go dancing because we're girls. ha, ha, ha. And, like, all these people are going past, and, like, there's this own separate line for people who want to play the fight and people who want to play everything else. And the fight people are just standing there. I don't know why. It was the longest line ever. So then I get in there, and, you know, you calibrate it to get ready to play the fight. You got two moves in your hand. It's bad when you have a controller that sensitive. It's bad when you feel like you can't control the game. That's what I felt playing the fight. Not not a good sign. I no. mean, you, you were throwing punches, but, like, it wasn't at the same time, and you were definitely throwing harder punches than, you know, it was on the screen. And I don't know if it was my awesome suit that was, like, restricting me, but I was, you know, not yeah. that impressed with the fight. However, however, oh. another... Celebrity sighting. You, you saw that, that Miyamoto pic of him looking at Connect, and he had his stern cold poker face on there? Yeah. yeah. Miyamoto and his posse stopped by the move while I was playing the fight. <laughs> so he was, you know, 20 feet away. I mean, granted, like, you know, with a glass plate between them. But uh, Miyamoto was there with his posse while I was playing the move, and... I would have just, if that was me, I would have just thrown the move on the floor and just walked away and just said, Nintendo's better! Yeah. But I was like, I was like, oh my god, it's Miyamoto! I got a picture in my head when you say posse that they're just going to push you over and just destroy the the set. 
it was like a significantly sized group of people. It wasn't just like one or two people with you know security details. Just like suits and everything, and then a couple close friends or whatever translators. I was like, damn, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And then I ended up playing uh, the ping pong version of Sports Champions, and you know that was really that was more accurate than. Uh, Wii Sports Resort, because Wii Sports Resort also had, like, the ridiculousness of all the crazy spin and that would put it on the ball or whatever. This felt a lot more realistic, but the problem was the computer never hit to the backhand. And so, I can't fully judge the game unless you can also do the backhand, because I was just kicking ass with the, the forehand on the on ping pong. Um, but that was, that was my move experience. My friend ended up playing SOCOM 4. And, you know, he's a, a big Wii guy. And, you know, so he's played a lot of Wii first-person shooters. He's huge on uh, Call of Duty. Um, re, the, the Call of Duty 4 one. Relax? Not relax. Oh. Someone help me out here. He's, he's going to kill me when he listens to this. No, no, no. Reflex. I'm not sure. There you go. It's reflex. reflex. Thank you, Psycho Wing. I just got it before you did. But, yeah, he's going to kill me that I forgot that. Um, so he's played, like, he's played <laughs> Reflex. He loves, you know, he... When he went to E3 last year, like, all he played was the conduit, and then he got in and was disappointed. But, like, he knows his Wii first-person shooters. And so, you know, Wii first-person shooters have been around for a while, and they've had time to make changes over time. And he said that when he was playing SOCOM 4, like, it, it struggles in, like, the same kind of ways as early Wii first-person shooters are, and how you can move, and how the frame of the screen, like, kind of limits you. So, that's, you know... Like, it, it worked, but, like, it's it's not problem-filled right now for uh, SOCOM 4 using Move for a first-person shooter at the moment. But, this um, is hard, Nick. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, like, Move, it's definitely has a lot of game potential, especially when you compare it to Kinect. I was I was overall pleased by the technology, albeit it's going to be pricey to get uh, Moves for everyone. Uh, Move pointed out to me that if you want motion controls, you've got to have a controller. I think that's what... Connect lacks. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can just play with your body. You need some kind of controller. I will say that there is a buzzword that Sony used that made me laugh throughout the conference. They kept saying connect. Like, see, the actual spelling of connect, not poor literacy is cool connect of Microsoft. See, I, see, I thought it was a clever name because it's, you know, like the connect equals motion and, you know, you're connecting people together, but like, it's still just a bad product name, but then again, we got used to Wii after being fed Revolution, so we'll get used to this. We won't be happy about it, but we'll get used to it. I was I was used to it after a second, but it was just like Sony's buzzword was connect throughout their <laughs> entire might, conference. They might have not known. I mean, well, I know. I thought it was just hilarious that Microsoft says, "Oh yeah, it's connect now," and then Sony, so everything on Sony's prompters was saying connect, and it just laughed the entire time. <laughs> Oops. I can't stop calling it Natal, so I didn't notice. No, that's the problem. It's been Natal for like a year. Well, I I was never all that interested in Natal, so like calling it Connect is easy for me. Hmm. Go good. figure. Uh, any uh, other? Th- oh, we we'd be remiss with talking about a couple other Sony things. Versus Portal Two, Gabe well, Newell came out and said that you know Portal Two will be coming to the PS3. He made him eat his words about you know consoles being inferior to PC and all that. Um, Out of nowhere, too. I'm sure they paid him a hefty sum. Oh, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) He gave me so much money. I did not see Portal 2 on the floor for those that want impressions on Portal 2 demos, because Valve didn't have a booth. 
Um, they probably gave, you know, private shows to, you know, higher up media, but that wasn't me. So, uh, you know, the Portal 2 trailer looks interesting. And, you know, the fact that it got delayed to 2011 and the fact that there was no Half-Life, Half-Life Episode 3 like we thought last time was a little disappointing. And, but, yeah. So, Portal, 3, uh, Portal 2 on the PS3, they say it'll be the best console version. Yeah. I mean... It'll still be best on PC. Exactly, you got it. Wait, he didn't want to say it out loud in front of everyone, but it was just like he was hardcore hinting at it. Mm-hmm. They still dissed the Xbox, which is what they were going for. Yeah, this is yeah. true. But I mean, it's an interesting move, and um, you know, we gotta <laughs> gotta wait for Portal. <laughs> Curses, foiled again. Can't not do it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty much with motion control it's it's inevitable. Um and then also I know Tony was very excited about I mean correct me if I'm wrong, very excited about Twisted Metal being the surprise yes, announcement. Yes, Talk about it, that. It, a I kind of I kind of got spoiled on the Portal and the Twisted Metal because I woke up, I slipped through the Sony conference because I stayed up for the Nintendo one, uh, and I went on my GameFly app and flipped through that, and I was like Portal on PS2, and they're like what, and it's like Twisted Metal on PS3, and I'm like holy crap, and that too, the Twisted Metal guy said he wasn't going to be there, mm-hmm. so he kind of trolled everyone. Yeah, and that looks so fun. I'm so happy that's going to be on PS3 now. I can't wait. That'll probably be a game I play online extensively. Yeah, it, it was kind of cool actually being there during the conference. Like, I was, you know, walking around, and then I, I go to the Sony booth, which, by the way, when they actually, like, recreated that in home, very good representation of it. It was pretty much exact, so... I'll I give can't them, get I'll, it. I'll home. give them props to that for recreating so well in home. But uh, when they actually, you know, when they officially, like, announced Twisted Metal, like, there was this big area of the booth that was, like, covered by a, not a big area of the booth, but, like, an area of the booth that was covered by a cloth, and, like, the cloth just, like, dropped when that was announced. It was... Yeah. It was oh, look at that. It was kind of cool to to be there when that happened, but... Did, did you see the video for the new mode they got? I did a little bit. Yeah. Because I tried to explain it to Super, and he didn't know what the hell I was talking about, because it's really, it's really elaborate and uh, convoluted, but... It, yeah. it makes sense when you watch it, but you can't explain it to someone. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, couldn't, you, you couldn't explain it so badly that I don't even remember the conversation. <laughs> I honestly cannot. But I actually ended up seeing the everything, and it's just like, I never was a Twisted Metal fan, but it looked Same. pretty cool. But, I mean, yeah, if people are excited for it, all the more power to them. And mm-hmm. I know, Tony, you're one of those people. Uh, what was... That was what, awesome. Yeah. What, was, what was funny is that I was actually more interested in what the, the what happens to the cab drivers in that little trailer, and what happens <laughs> like in the guys and the clown guys in the alley. I'm just like, what? I want a game about those two guys. They were actually the interesting. In, the the story in Twisted Metal is really screwed up and weird. Like, I, I'm not really a mega wow, fan or anything. So. I just I just remember playing them and they were really really fun. And I'm like, man, that'd be awesome on PS3. And now now it's gonna be on there. So that's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. One thing too that we kind of skipped over, uh, Sly Cooper collection. Oh yeah. In in 3D, but none of us are gonna be able to get that. But I really can't wait because I I played through I've just played through Ratchet and Sly was. There's not any really new Sly content coming out. I think probably it will eventually because Sucker Punch is working on Infamous right now. Well, but, you know, isn't he one of the characters who's on the move? Yeah. 
he yeah he's in the that's what made me sad too when they were doing heroes on the move is Ratchet's the only one who's still prominent he's the only one who's still got like games coming out like yeah. Sly's kind of I think just on break I'm sure he'll be back but Jack had a PSP game come out it's been a <laughs> long time since they've been relevant yeah that's for sure yeah Jack, Jack's last hurrah was I think Daxter on the PSP Mm-hmm. And doesn't everyone hate Daxter? I don't know, but I know it was a launch title. Uh, but so it was yeah. A, it was a launch title for the PSP, so... Yeah. Naughty Dog Naughty Dog really ticks me off of that. It's like, yeah, let's make three Crash games, quit. Let's make three Jack games, let's quit. Watch after Uncharted 3. Well, we're going to do something else. Let's give this series to someone else so it won't be as good anymore. <laughs> They're a developer with ADD. I guess. Yeah. So, are we ready to talk about Nintendo? I'm trying to think. We will never be ready, but we can try. I think we're good. (laughs) We will never be ready for the epicness. Okay. So, Nintendo... Let's just say that they kicked ass, and they brought names, and they've made a hell of a lot of games. Yeah. What have they been doing? (laughs) I, I mean, Nintendo basically trolled everybody the past few years. They even well, trolled them in the conference. <laughs> and let, let's, let's think about what that statement actually means. The past few years, we've all kind of been very disappointed at Nintendo's conferences. Whether it's, you know, the year where they had the, the holiday lineup that really only consisted of Animal Crossing City Folk, or, you know, last year where, like, their, you know, most, you know, the only solid entries were Galaxy 2 and other M. I mean, th- those were like the only really shining spots of the show. And it's been weak for a long time now. But here's the thing. They've locked down the casual audience. And now that the other two have been seeing that, you know, they've been making, you know, money and all that. They're starting to move towards those markets now. And this is where... It, it might not even necessarily be that. It might be just... They've been making these games for a long time. I disagree just... with that statement, actually. I think yeah. Nintendo and Sony are, are really just trying to be... Because they know they're so far behind. You mean Microsoft and Sony? Yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. Microsoft and Sony. They're mm-hmm. just so far behind. And so now here comes the trolling part, where now once Microsoft and Sony finally start to make their move, Nintendo comes back and BAM! <laughs> hits them did with it again. the hardcore. <laughs> Trolled, and it even happened in the yep. conference. Like I said, I mean, they start off with Zelda, bam. I mean, we can talk about like the details in the comments later, but then they go into to Wii Party and Just Dance 2. And if you worry that, like, oh, some people worry that, like, oh, it's going to be a lull's feather going, you know, back to the casual. They bring out everything else after that. <laughs> so they trolled again in the conference. They did. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing that Nintendo was the one who focused on games the most and Microsoft is the one that focused towards the casual the most? It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it feels so gratifying to, to be a Nintendo fan. It, it is a good year to be a Nintendo fan, absolutely. Um, I don't but, uh, think that like if I was able to go to any other E3 and be able to go to any other conference... The one that I went to will be the best of a long, long time to come. 
and but definitely the best in like the last many years. I have to say, when me and Super were watching the Microsoft, oh, we didn't mention this. Uh, right at the end, Microsoft did say, "Hey, Xbox, uh, the new Xbox models are shipping oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah, now," yeah, right. and everyone in the audience gets one, and we we're just like, "Oh no, Yoko's not there." <laughs> Yeah. It was definitely the Oprah moment. Like, you get an Xbox and you get an Xbox. Everyone gets an <laughs> Xbox. Scrubs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I really need to watch more Scrubs. Well, no, that, that's the point, though. It's like you have to have, you know, connections and you have to be on a registration list to be able to get in the conference. And I only had the uh, the connection through my friend to be able to get into the Nintendo one. So even if I was there in L.A., I probably wouldn't have been able to get into Microsoft. And the winter in theater... Way, way, way smaller than the the Nokia. Wow, Yoko, you are full of puns today. <laughs> Meh? Which one did he do that though? Uh, Connect. Oh. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Or, 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 oh, oh, connect connections. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you've been on fire. You, if any, for anyone listening right now. Um, watch for Tony's laughs. Because Tony, Tony <laughs> I'm you've catching laughed. most of them. Yeah, Tony's catching most of them, and he's been laughing and snickering in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, Nintendo absolutely brought it. I, some of my experience with the, the con- I somehow got to the fifth row of the conference, and the middle section of the theater was like reserved for. GameStop executives and high, you know, media people and all that. So mm-hmm. I was like on, you know, like four seats away from that aisle, which was the right border of that media reserved area. And <laughs> fifth row, I, I'm, I'm going to be posting, you know, all of the 3DS part of the show from my vantage point because I recorded that part because I knew it was going to be, you know, historic. Yeah. And you'll see that, like, I had nice seats, even though, like, most of the action with, you know, Reggie and Iwata happened on, like, the the left side of the screen. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I could have gotten, you know, a better, better spot. And I was on TV. Yeah, you were on TV, man. I was on G4. Yeah. <laughs> on G4, you're almost there, man. Yeah, yeah. Right after the uh, the Donkey Kong Returns trail, and they show the, the shot of the audience, pause it, and I'm there. I actually somehow stand out, which I find a little strange. Because you're in a suit. Well, yeah, but I don't think you can necessarily <laughs> tell that from when you're looking for my face. But I don't know how my but, face stands. But it was, be, it was because of the suit. Okay, there you go. The ladies love you it. Have that, do you have that shirt on that you had on the sitcom at the end under it? No. That's what I think in my head. <laughs> my very very tight blue shirt that wasn't mine. No. Um. <laughs> um let's see. Nice save. But, um, no, the the seat was amazing. Uh, they showed some trivia before the show. There was only one Brawl-themed one. And let me pull out my phone right now as I speak, because I did snap a picture of it. Nice. It was probably the easiest question for a Brawl fan anywhere, but they... 35. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> Not how many characters are in the game. Um... Let's see, the Brawl trivia question they had was... Rob. In Super Smash Bros. Brawl, which of these was a new character? Oh, God. Was it Solid Snake, Kirby, (laughs) Luigi, or Link? (laughs) What? Hmm. 
I wonder who it could be. Ridley! Dun, 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 dun. But they had, you know, it, was, it was nice to have you know some trivia, even though it looped after a while. And uh, then the show started. and uh, Two people just yeah. yelled, it's Pikachu. God damn it. <laughs> God it, fossils, I say God it. So then the show started. And, um, you know, Reggie comes out. And everyone's like, woo, Reggie. Or maybe I was just, woo, Reggie. And uh, so they, of course, he you know, starts off with Zelda, starts off strong. And uh, the demo happens. And honestly, guys, I know it looked very uncomfortable and awkward on, like, the live stream and on TV. But, dear God, was it the most uncomfortable thing to be there. And you, you're like, something is out of their control. You can see Miyamoto's face. He's not happy with it. And the Internet's going to make a field day of him shooting the slingshot and missing... Oh, God, this is... Oh, oh God. It was, Miyamoto will destroy. It was rough. Although, his teleportation was pretty epic, not going to lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was filming some of, you know, uh, him, you know, talking with the Wii and sword, and I'd, the uh, sword and shield, and I didn't keep rolling to see that because I had no idea it was coming, but it was it was epically loud. The, more the explosion, because, like, the theater is like just very loud sound, and so when you hear, you know, Miyamoto's coming through the stage, it's like, oh my god! It was it was a fanboy squee moment if there ever was one. I'm sure I'm sure it was better being there. Mm-hmm. What was hilarious is that I got there just as Miyamoto was appeared on screen. <laughs> he did. I'm just like I it starts loading. I get there and I just see him having difficulty with the controls, and then Miyamoto appears, and I'm just like, what the hell's going on here, Tony? And then, I'm like uh, Miyamoto's magic, obviously. Yeah. It it looked really cool. Some people were saying they should have just showed the trailer and ended it there, though. <laughs> because yeah. of all that. Yeah, I mean, that probably would have been for the... Especially for, like, how long they had the demo. And yeah. honestly, like, it, you know, you got to I got to play the game. I'm still wearing the Legend of Zelda swag shirt that I got for it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the, the demo obviously plays a lot nicer. It was not as, you know, Wi-Fi interfered as it was, and... We, I'm sure we can talk about Zelda later, but I know I'm personally a big fan of what they're doing, and some other people not so much. I I I don't I don't want to play with motion controls as much. I don't like I don't with Nintendo games that are coming out. I don't want to like draw or I just want to play, and it drives me nuts with like Star Fox on the DS, Metroid on the DS, and. Like Galaxy's fine because all you got to do is just shake to attack, and that, that's not that's not a problem. But I really don't want to play Zelda like that. I just don't want to. I've been playing it the same way for so long. I don't want to just be like, oh, I got to move like this now because it's it's new. Well, that's, that's actually one of the things that I kind of like about this new Zelda is actually everything is different. Everything is new. You're like you don't transition. Oh, now you're in this dungeon. You are like. You're in the field and you're kind of going through, and then suddenly you find yourself, you you weren't even expecting it. You're in a dungeon now, and like everything is new. Like I'm not complaining about that. That's awesome. I just don't want to play with that kind of control scheme. I just like we didn't get to say with the move. They said with the move, 
everything's going to, if you don't want to play with move controls, there's probably going to be like a regular controller option. I would be so much more hyped for this game if that was the case. Yeah. Mm. By the way, Super, you got to probably tweak your... Uh, oh, I did. Okay. Yeah, got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, I guess while we're on the topic list, let's talk about Zelda. Um, I found the, you know, the items were you know great to use, although you got to actually note that you know, when you actually do play it, and I didn't notice it until you know, I saw the the conference again. Down on the D-pad resets where the uh, the bow is, like uh, A did for you know Wii Sports Resort, and I had no idea. So I was like pointing the remote at the screen, and like I was trying to move the the bow, and it was very awkward. But yeah, I mean, if I just reset the bow when I was holding it up, that would have fixed like everything. So should have done that to begin with. Um, Beetle, I mean, you gotta see, you know, how it's gonna be used, but, you know, it controls nicely. Uh, the whip is a whip. What else can you say? And the bomb, you know, throwing and rolling controls work nicely. Fortunately, really, the bomb is awesome. Yeah, I really hope there's some, like, Indiana Jones-esque moments. Yeah. And, and with the whip. <laughs> I, I would just be happy. And, of course, be humming. da 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 yeah. You guys seen anyone complaining about the art style? I've seen it a little bit, but I just think they're. I think it looks great. I think. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll let you go, Yoko. I mean, I think that I love the art style. I know Miyamoto is inspired by you know Monet, a French impressionist. He's trying to make it seem like a watercolor, um, and you can tell that from like the very first shot. It's kind of like really pixelated, sort of in a, a watercolor style way, but then it blends into this Twilight Princess mixed with Wind Waker sort of thing, and it leans more a little bit to Twilight Princess. I think that for a game, when games are just all, like, drab and dark and all that, you know, seeing a game that is just, you know, bright and happy as Zelda, I'm sure they'll get into, like, you know, the dark elements of the game as well when, like, you know, Eel was introduced, but I really enjoy the style. I mean, that's just a, me. A game can have dark themes and story and still be colorful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, I noticed uh, something that Miyamoto said um, during the conference is that that graphical art style is actually a new development, and had it not and had it not been uh, new development, that this game probably would have been uh, almost pretty much finished by now. Oh, absolutely, because all they have yeah. to do is write a new story and you know new worlds and dungeons. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like. A lot of people were saying, oh yeah, thanks Miyamoto, especially people who don't like the art style. A lot of people have been saying, well, way to ro- rub salt on the wound, Miyamoto. Yeah. And I'm just like, Miyamoto is your god. It was it was admittingly worse with Twilight Princess. It's like, yeah, it's dumb, but we're going to put it on the Wii, so you GameCube fanboys hit a wait. Yeah. Actually, I didn't mind that so much, because, I mean... I hated it. I was actually one of the few people who was... Okay, not few people. I was one of the many, many people who were still playing Melee and loving oh. it. Right. Not so much with Brawl anymore, but Brawl Plus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, you have to have faith in Miyamoto. In Miyamoto, we trust. You're going to buy the game anyway. Maybe you won't like it as much as Twilight Princess, but I enjoyed it. I mean, you have to get used to being precise with the Wii Remote because that's something that you've never really done. Um, Sigh. Yeah, but like it, it does. You know what? I actually enjoy like the peon battles. Now that they can actually defend well in a way, because you have to be precise with Wii Remote. Because like in Twilight Princess, like you just like whatever you attack, it's like 
you're going to hit them no matter what, and I think it makes the peon battles feel more important, which is a nice addition to the adventure. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like the ability that every that just one peon, if you're not paying attention, will screw you up. He yeah. will mess you up. Although uh, I must note that dodging is still in the game with A. Uh, you can't really, you know, dodge the side and roll and do like the back strike or whatever. But like, just the du- the jump dodge, having that in there is great. I mean, you see so many people playing against that claw boss, and they got get grabbed in the claw, and you gotta like shake the Wii remote and nunchuck to break out. And it's just like I didn't get touched by the boss. I was jumping out of all his attacks. I was seeing it every seeing everything. It Crap. felt awesome it, it, as a gamer. Claws. <laughs> I didn't see that. The claw, it moves. Oh, and the vertical let's, spin let's... attack, Ma- Master Fossil's noting in the chat, very cool. Very huh. cool to see. Oh, yeah, I really like that, that, too. Yeah. I guess I need to go check out some more videos. Oh, yeah. It's it's in the demo, uh, you know, at E3 somewhere. He basically, like, does, like, a jumping spin and the swords go vertical. Oh, it's awesome. Nice. I'm still waiting for my main... My mainstream co-op Zelda game on the vein of Four Swords Adventures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. So then, after that, what did they talk about next? Start uh, Sports Mix or uh, yeah, they did Party? Do, they did do Sports Mix, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah that dude do Sports Mix next. Mix next. It was either Sports Mix or Wii Party. So It was Wii Party, then Sports Mix, I think. Yeah. It was one of those two. Yeah, something like that. Um... Actually, I think it might have been Sports Mix. Um, so yeah. they showed that, and only uh, basketball and volleyball were playable on the floor. Uh, it's also got hockey and dodgeball. And well, I was pretty disappointed by it. Thank you. Yep. I, one thing, the third reason I was disappointed, because when you... I'm pretty sure some of the people here, like, when they were younger, they you might have found these, uh, so, these uh, five-in-one game packs, like... They had air hockey that was, if you like, like, it's just a small little table, but you plug it in, you've got air hockey. But if you spin it around, you've got something bigger. And, like, it just seems cheap. Yeah, you have everything there, but everything is just a lot cheaper than it should be. That's a good point. Like, uh, I guess a better example would be the, like, five-in-one, like, chess sets. You had chess on one side, checkers, Mm -hmm. and then on the other side. And then, like, if you open it up, you have backgammon. Like, you really only find one thing that's okay with it, and everything is just cheap and plastic and everything like that. Yeah, not only that, like, the action is just too crazy, and it's a feature, this is a feature that, you know, they'll probably have as, you know, adjustable for the actual game, but it was on during the demo, and I hated it personally. Um, When you have the question mark blocks on, when you run over them during play, um, you either get an item like a shell that'll mess things up, or you throw a mini mushroom, or things like that, or a bomb, or you get a coin. And when you collect coins, it messes with the scoring. I was playing basketball against this kid. I was up 10 to 2. And there's this big back-and-forth rally, and of course you can push to get the ball, and of course no fouls called, so it adds to the ridiculous craziness. Um, So you're going back and forth, this kid ends up collecting four coins before he dunks the ball. Two points for the dunk, plus four coins. The score is now ten to eight. The hell? And I'm like, this isn't sports. <laughs> this is 
ridiculous Mario Party trying to make everything even and random and crazy uh. again. I mean, yeah, it'll probably be turned off, but like, I just found it too hectic. Although I did like uh, volleyball better than basketball, but NBA Jam, by the way, way better basketball game for the Wii. Right. Not, not even close. It's just yeah. so much better. And uh, Mario's just got better sports games, let's be honest. Strikers Charged, Power Tennis... These are much better Mario sports games, and you're you're right, Super. I mean, it's it's the the compilation of everything that just makes it not as good as it could have been. Yeah, it's not as cheap because if you notice, like everything takes place on basically the same box, just a box. It, like it's either a, a square box or a long rectangle. Either way, every game in that like in the sports mix takes place in the same box. It just has a different pay, a different background, basically. Mm-hmm. It astounds me there's still no football Mario yet in anything. Why the heck? It'd only be an American kind of game. That'd be yep. Football Americano. <laughs> yeah, or they could do like football slash rugby. I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, so then they did Wii Party next, I think. And they were talking about bridge titles, which was good. Uh, Wii Party looks kind of casual. I wasn't given a lot of credit, but when I actually tried it, a lot of a lot of fun mini games, and it's it just has an interesting. I think it's going to definitely be one of those things you play with your family, not so much your friends if you're you know a teenager or whatever. But it'll be a really fun family game. It's definitely. Oh, a that... teenager! I hate my family. But no. <laughs> I'm going to be alone That's... in my room for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah know, coming from I, that coming from me makes no sense because I just took my mom out to um, dinner before the podcast, so. <laughs> But no, it was I was more fun than you know I gave it credit for when I gave it a try. Although, the most difficulty I had was only the balance boat was the only one of the thirteen modes that was available, and you know, they have seventy mini games. They have only ten that were playable. But I I played four of the mini games, completed all of them, even one of them that like the guy says like I've only seen this done once. In thirty seconds, you and your partner are holding like a fishing rod. And when the fishing rod bends at the same time, you have to pull up simultaneously with your friend and catch mm. five fish within 30 seconds. We got it at, like, the last minute. It was awesome. And then, like, I was having difficulty, like, placing the me at the right spot on the boat. Like, it was – I was having it right there, and then I would release it. And, like, it just, like, wouldn't be there. It would be back on the platform, and then – the boat's tipping because he got it right, and the balance. Oh god, I don't like that. Needs to be like tweaked. And he's like, yeah, I know, probably does. But um, it, it, it was just entertaining. When I say just, just dance. I didn't play just dance. <laughs> uh, 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 we party is just Mario Party Nine. Yeah, it pretty much is, especially without, with the board without game. Mario. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sure he'll make a cameo somewhere. With with something like that, I do want Mario because I really I'm attached to it at least. Yeah. Well, if they, if they made Mario Party games in the quality of the 64 titles, I liked Date okay. I never played Date. I'm not gonna pay 50 bucks for it, but I did like it. Uh, my sister-in-law loved liked uh, Six, and I gave it to that gave it to her for her birthday. Yeah. I found it real cheap. Yeah. So like three of the best. I think next they did uh they did Golden Sun, if I remember correctly. Did, did they do Golden Sun? Yeah, let's go. We'll go with it. I think yeah. I think Golden Sun was next, and um, you know, I know we have podcast fans who love Golden Sun, but I have not played it, but I did get to try it. 
It was on a DSi XL. All the DS games were on DSi XLs. Oh my goodness, that's uncomfortably large. But I guess if you know you're making it for the uh, older demographic, then you know go for it. But it was uncomfortably large. Just saying. Um, but you know, Golden Sun was pretty cool. You had to you know go through and use Fireball and move powers, and then you had a little bit of a little dungeon. But I had a jump over the switch moment. Guys, I had a jump over the switch moment, and for those that don't know what that is, it's basically when my brother was playing uh, Oracle of Seasons for the Game Boy Color on Stickham, had a moment in a dungeon where he was running past and trying to beat this, uh, you know, step on the switch, and then he was trying to use the Pegasus boots to run across, but he forgot the rock's feather to jump over the switch, and you know, people in the the chat were saying, "Jump over the switch! Jump over the switch!" I had a moment like that, and you know. Think uh, there's a guy that's like, oh, help me, you know, adept, I'm stuck in a tree. And I'm trying to, like, well, I have fireball powers, let's let's burn the tree down. And so, like, that wasn't working, and all that. And the guy's <laughs> like, the guy's like, yeah, you gotta climb the tree. I'm like, there is no indication that says you have to climb the tree. <laughs> and sure enough, you can climb the tree. And then he, the guy th- comes down automatically, then you use a fireball on a sign to, to move on. But I'm, I'm like, what? that needs to be treated. He's like, yeah, a lot of people have been stuck there. I'm like, I'm not surprised. So, guys, yeah. climb the tree. <laughs> climb the tree. Um, uh, it controls what? like Phantom Hourglass, so you're, I only use the touchscreen to, to control it. So The, the D-pad didn't work? The D-pad let you move, but it was just in like really slower and minute controls. Oh, damn it. One thing I know is that I played a little bit of Golden Sun, The Lost Age, and I actually really liked it. Mm -hmm. And the art style was fantastic, and the sprites were awesome. And it just, it did, it did really, it was really epic, actually. Even the, even the most meaningless fights seemed, had a, just a moment of epicness to all of them because of how everything moved, and, like, it was fun. When I saw the DS trailer, I was completely underwhelmed. That was not the Golden Sun that I had, you know, gone to know from my, you know, quick little playing, playing with it. Mm-hmm. It's I think the 3D really takes away from the, uh, the 3D just takes away from the experience. Um, I agree with that. The, the, the 3D graphics, not the 3D, you know. I want to gameplay. Touch this <laughs> uh, not, <laughs> I want to touch this ball, but it doesn't exist. Kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> It was the DS weakened gameplay or uh, weakened 3D support. I, I, I'm not happy with the fact that they have 3D models and like that and stuff like that. Because honestly, unlike Pokemon, this is where sprites really were the art style to go with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Golden Sun on the GBA was like probably some of the best GBA graphics I've seen on that console. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is a little weird. I mean, I'm not as attached to it as you are, but I did notice that too. Well, you know, I'm not even all that attached to it, because I didn't get very far in that game before I had to give it back to my friend. Yeah. Um, it was just it was just very impressive. I was very impressed with what it was, and when they renounced it, I'm just like, cool, Golden Sun, but not cool, it's all 3D, and everything's a lot... They try to do the grand scale with really big monsters and stuff like that, and really big cinematics, and it's just like, it's just not impre- as impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a shame. But speaking of golden, Reg, yeah, Reggie had the best segue ever, <laughs> and oh, it was it was so exciting to be in the theater when he made that transition. You see that video, the perfect way to introduce it. 
Mm-hmm. And it was rumored a little bit before. Yep. Yeah, it was, but uh, I, I didn't know who was getting it. Right. To have Goldeneye come back for the Wii is pretty damn cool. Yeah. And I know people. Were, some people were complaining that, like, oh, why is Daniel Craig the Bond in this? What about Pierce Brosnan? And it's like... I like, I like Pierce Brosnan, but, I mean, I know it's t- he's moved on, and... They don't just, own the rights to his image anymore. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That, so. I guess that too. But no, another thing is that the original GoldenEye 007, it didn't have any voice acting. Yeah. Well, it, wait, did it? I don't it know. Had some, I don't remember actually anymore. Huh. I don't think it did. Uh, Chad, uh, did the original <laughs> GoldenEye have any voice acting? Anyway, I did get, while well, the, they figure out that, I did get to play the multiplayer and... I played some Goldeneye back in the day. Remember, I didn't have an N64, but you know, you do have you know those those parties where you play Goldeneye, and oh, yeah. it felt so nostalgic in the best way. It's you know, it's it's great. I mean, they only had a, the classic controller Pro there for the demo station, so it, it felt like it controls a lot like Modern Warfare 2, especially when Activision's the one who's publishing yeah. the game. Um, but it also helps that you know they'll have the the Wii Remote and Nunchuck for those that like that style of control. I picked Odd Job and I. Oh, you douchebag! I hatted my friend in the face. With Odd Job, <laughs> it was excellent. But Odd Job is so short. Yeah. <laughs> but like. Yeah, yeah but, I heard. I heard the game's gonna have online, and you can use classic controllers. So yay for that. Well, but I am really. I re- I really think a lot of. I'm not saying this is right. But I think a lot of hardcore people are going to be like, oh, it's on the Wii, I really don't care. Like, if it was on Xbox or PS3, they'd probably eat it up, but I think a lot of hardcore people are just going to look at it. I would, I would agree with you, Tony, but this is Goldeneye. Like, this trains at the nostalgic nerves of every gamer ever. You haven't met as many hardcore, stubborn people as I have. <laughs> if they have a problem with it being you know, the Wii graphics and all that, like, that only adds to this nostalgia even more. The fact that it's not <laughs> I heard HD, that too. it's a little more pixelated than you'd originally expect. Yeah. Uh, actually, I have really nothing to add to this, except for that I'm really excited, and I don't know how they're going to do, like, dual wielding with the nunchuck, but I guess they've done it before, so... It, you know, it's just, you know, the nunchuck's gonna move the player, and then the the pointer uses the, the, you know, the overall looking. Yeah, it's just that I remember dual wielding RCP-90s and Odin Face. Oh, I see dual-wielding weapons, not dual-analoging. Okay, I got yeah. you. Um, yeah. Hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. I Super's concerned about killing, killing things, things, Yoko. Okay, I got you, I got you. I must kill things better and faster than everyone else. <laughs> and then I think, um, I think it was Donkey Kong. That was next. I thought, I thought Kirby was it's before. either Kirby or Donkey Kong. Let's go with Kirby. Kirby. Where was Epic Mickey? Epic Mickey came... Oh, yeah, it was oh, Epic Mickey next. Yeah, it was Epic Mickey next. Okay, we'll talk Epic Mickey. Um, Epic Mickey, really cool. I like the idea, you know, Warren Spector is one who made Deus Ex, and that game has a lot of choice, and so this one with the paint and the paint thinner... Uh, one thing I will say, did anyone notice that the paint thinner was lime green, the color of dip, and who framed Roger Rabbit? Hmm. Huh. I noticed that, like, right away. I was just like, yes, that is awesome. Maybe that's one of the uh, the subtle things that he, he was noted for. Like, yeah, you know, that's really cool. Some, like, the really subtle Disney things that, you know, you realize and then you feel good about yourself. That might be one of them. Um, yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so, um, 
it's, it's a really, really neat idea how it, it molds your gaming experience and all that. And um, it was especially cool because when I was playing it at the end of day two, some guy from Nintendo comes up and he's like, hey, do you mind if we get some over-the-shoulder footage of you playing? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And so, you know, they get some over-the-shoulder footage of me playing. They get a reverse angle of me there, you know, shaking the nunchuck and controlling and all that. And then at the end, they ask, you know, do you want to give initial impressions? And I'm like, okay, sure. So I give a little bit of a testimonial. And and then they came out, showed the video on the site. And we're going to be posting, like, all these links of the pictures and my little cameos and all that in the, the forum thread where this is. They edit it wrong because... Not not wrong, just not to my liking because I one I look awkward as hell because they show like a lower angle of me and then I'm looking to the guy who's off camera giving it and I just look really awkward and I, you know, I say like the the uh, you get to mold your experience with the paint and the paint thinner and um, and then you know I, basically I followed up with like and it's got that you know retro Disney greatness which is absolutely fantastic. That was like a, a killer ending, and they just like cut it off, and I was like, oh, disappointed. Didn't you say? Didn't you say afterwards they said you handled it like a pro too? They did, and like that was a kind of a cool thing for them to say. I was just like, yeah, but I, um, edited it. <laughs> I haven't seen it because every time I've tried, um, the video player on Nintendo's site keeps dying. Hmm. It goes about four second, four seconds in, and then dies. And then I tried skipping to your point, and it never loaded, and it was just like. It was really unstable, so I haven't seen it yet. Uh, they made, me, they made me look silly with the edit. I'm, I'm not happy with how it was done, but it's another... But quote, you're on your way. ...quote-unquote cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. You say Epic Mickey, I really enjoyed it. Um, especially loved the, the side-scrolling platformer stuff with Steamboat Ooh. Willie. So good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm loving all these dark Disney things like Kingdom Hearts and this. This is just, it's just so interesting to see these old cartoons and characters in a different way like this. And once again, was there was there any voice acting? Uh, yes, I did ask the guy, and they did get all the original voice actors that they could. Um, and does, there is voice yeah, but does but does Mickey talk? Because Mickey's voice actor died recently, and uh. Well, they've had. Uh, thanks for being a buzzkill, there, Tony. Sorry, I want to. I want to know what his new voice sounds like, though, because they recast already. They yeah, just recast. Uh, they no... have like a Mickey's, you know, playhouse on Disney Channel, so there is a new Mickey voice. That'll probably be it, but I'm sure Mickey will talk. Um, so yeah, it's it looks like it's a lot of fun, and again, it's coming out before the end of the year. Excellent. Nice. Um, then Donkey Kong happened, and. When Reggie said, like, you know, and if you can hear closely, like, you could hardly hear anything inside of the theater. Well, well, I can hear it perfectly fine on G4. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, when I watch it again, it's like, oh, well, duh, it's obviously Donkey Kong. (laughs) Um, But you could could barely hear it in the theater. And uh, so Donkey Kong, I got to play it. Don't play Donkey Kong after you've played Sonic Colors. (laughs) Because (laughs) Sonic Colors is so fast and so good. It needs so much more hype. But then Donkey Kong... You have to be really precise and really careful because you only have, you know, two hearts of life. And uh, I've never played the original Donkey Kong Countries, but it, the, the homage is obvious. They get it right on, and it is a lot of fun if I, that's your I, game. It, in the trailer, I saw two-player co-op, and I was just yep. like, yep, uh, that's an instant buy. Mm-hmm, definitely co-op with Diddy Kong. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad Retro is doing this. If any series needed 
a new fit. It was definitely Donkey Kong. Even Star Fox has gotten recent games. Falcon had a GameCube game. There's been like so little Donkey Kong content that's been good lately. Donkey Kong Go. One time. Doo. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> Two times. Doo -doo. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and Kirby. I mean, Epic Yarn, as strange of a title as that is, Kirby's Epic Yarn is one of the most original art style of games that I've played in a long time. And I think Kirby fans, you know, if you are a long time Kirby fan, you're like, what is this? There's no multiple jumps. Kirby doesn't suck up things anymore. What is this? I won't play this. Mm -mm -mm. I've got my, I don't even. I got my pants <laughs> in a bunch. And the game looks amazing with this new art style. It's a lot of fun to play. I mean, you can you can float, which kind of replaces the multiple jumps, and you can also still do like the basically the iron down B attack sort of thing. You can do that. Um, basically, Kirby just turns into a lot of things depending on the situation. He doesn't have to eat enemies, but like you can double tap going sideways and he turns into a car. <laughs> um, so little things like Aww. that. I mean, was that a Zombie Land reference? No. Double tap. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Run over him in the car. I got it. I did see Zombie Land. Not a bad movie. Um, oh yes. But yes, I like that movie. I did get a Kirby patch, which was a swag thing there. And yeah. and when I played the Kirby booth, babe, probably the hottest one for those that care about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Co-op again. The blue uh, puff ball with a crown is named Prince Fluff. Well, okay then. Um, That's. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> it's basically the gameplay is basically like they borrow a lot from Little Big Planet, where you know you only have like one jump, and it's just a lot of platforming. You tether with the yarn, and you know you can do like either cooperative play or some competitive play. Like it's got the pie chart where you have to collect bits, and it shows like how many Kirby's collected versus how many you know fluffs connected collected. It's it's basically like a lot of Little Big Planet platforming in an adorable. New Kirby space. It it looks like the art style will take a little getting used to, but I'm sure it's, it won't be a problem after a little while. It's adorable. I'm sure it's Kirby. I just want to play it. Oh yeah. But yeah, Yoko. I don't see why the what's wrong with the title. Epic yarn means like an epic story. Yeah, but like you when it followed up like Epic Mickey. <laughs> uh, and they didn't even segue into it like that, which was kind of funny to me. Yeah, they used they used Golden, but they didn't use the one that actually shit that uh the other one that shared titles. Yep. <laughs> um. Pretty funny. But yeah, that again coming out before the end of the year, and I had a lot of fun playing it. It's gonna be one of those definite buys. Um, what was I think Other M was next. <laughs> Metroid Other We're M. With, I'm probably completely out of order, but oh well. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. It was really, really, really interesting to see, uh, you know, all the different things that they had for Metroid. And I, I was just kind of trailing off there because I started off saying one thing and I was going to go see another thing. Anyway, anyway the trailer <laughs> had awesome tra music. Awesome <laughs> music. Awesome. And awesome, it, was a, awesome it was a good music. trailer overall. Then they showed the box art. The box art, phenomenal. I love the box art. 
Yeah, he it looks even, pretty cool. He, he doesn't even have to play the game. He just needs to look at the box out. <laughs> uh, August 31st um, is the new date. It used to be August 26th, so whatever, no big deal. Um, oh, no, four days. <laughs> and, um, oh, we forgot Dragon Quest, but I didn't play Dragon Quest. Whatever. Uh, yeah. We um, haven't either, so it's fine. Yeah. We'll Yay, Dragon Quest. <laughs> Yay, Dragon Quest, coming to America, Nintendo's, you know, publishing it. There we go. Um, okay, Metroid, go. Metroid, <laughs> another hot booth, babe. I'll, I'll just say that. Um, she was a blonde this time, though, instead of uh, a brunette. And... Yeah. It makes sense, considering the game. Yeah, right? Um, So, it was the longest demo by far at uh, E3, because they started you off at the very beginning of the story. You watched the opening cutscene, and then you basically play the entire first level up through the, uh, you know, that purple tentacly boss. Remember me? (laughs) You do do come across (laughs) that guy, and his name is Anthony, I think. I thought it was Adrian or Anthony or something like that. I knew it was A something. Yeah, Anthony, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I do remember him. <laughs> but yeah, since you know E3 is just so loud, they actually gave you headphones to play since it was you know so much story. Yeah. Oh my god, the headphones were so loud. <laughs> I don't think there could have been louder headphones or a louder sound setting, especially when like the booth baby is there to like help. You can't hear her. <laughs> so she's got to like try to act out stuff whatever. so Other M has voice acting and I'm pretty iffy on it not gonna lie um, maybe no, it's just because I miss Jennifer Hale as Samus Jennifer. sorry um, but the voice acting like they're not. it's not bad but it's not great and as long as it's not bad I guess some people won't really care but so it's kind of like Prime 3 because Prime 3 was just kind of okay too voice acting was yeah, still about that level. I still need to get through those. Although Prime yep. 3 had Chris Sabat as Rundus, and that was, like, a great casting, anyway. Holy crap, I didn't know that. Yeah, Chris Sabat is, is Rundus in Prime 3. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, but, you know, the gameplay is in, you know, the, the normal uh, side, you know, side re- re- remote thing. Really nice action. You move pretty quickly, and... I guess it's going to be interesting to see when the enemies become more difficult when you can't kill them with just one or two simple blasts. But, you know, you feel like a badass. As long as you're facing the right direction, you've locked on to the nearest enemy, basically. And so you're, just, right. you're firing away. Um, the, the first person seems to right now only be to solve problems and, you know, t- against bosses. And that was the one problem my friend and I had. We were in the boss battle, and we're, uh, you know, we're using the first-person controller to, to aim for that weak point. On the boss. For massive damage? Yeah, exactly, for massive damage. Someone was going to say uh, it. <laughs> you know, the guy, he starts swinging his tentacle, and, like, he kind of starts to, like, slow down, you know, like, get out of the way, you're going to get hit. We're trying to, like, switch back to the, the sideways for, like, the, the 3D area, and we can't. <laughs> we're, like, trying to whatever, and, like, we're just getting, like, whoop, whoop, We're getting hammered <laughs> because, like, we're you can't move in first person you can't dodge and so like there was some issue dodge i was gonna make that one there was some issue with the remote <laughs> pikachu dodge Pika. Uh, that was we, were... <laughs> <laughs> we were doing piccolo all the team four star but that works too <laughs> okay. yep. 
Um, but Yoko, why didn't you dodge? <laughs> there. <laughs> Alright. Um, wow. But yeah, Other M is only one Wii Remote. And, um, what, what, what weapons did you have? Did you lose them all at the beginning? <laughs> you had the charge beam, but I think you get missiles in the middle of the boss battle, and my friend and I, we didn't hit that point. Alright. Um, but yeah, it, so, it's a lot of fun. I, I like Prime better, honestly, but Other M, you don't have to worry about it. It's going to carry the Metroid flag well. It's going to be a solid entry, and I am looking forward to it. Prime 3 bothered me a lot. Not not for motion controls, obviously. Well, I mean, obviously I've been complaining about that a lot, but... All the questions weren't answered with nanomachines. <laughs> there was a part in 3 that infuriated me where... I'm, like, thinking, okay, we gotta kill all the Metroids that the pirates have, because Samus kills them all in 2. And there's this... You get out of this Metroid base, and then you just look down, and there's, like, thousands of Metroids flying into space. And I'm like, okay... <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of uh, disconcerting. Yeah. I bet it was nanomachines. And they're not even like regular Metroids. They're phase-on Metroids who can phase in and out of space and time when you shoot ice at them, which infuriated me too. So I, I hope they don't come back because I really don't want to deal with them again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Psycho Wing asked in the chat, does it maintain the sense of isolation, Yoko? Um, I would say it does. You don't feel like you know everything's going like at least the level I played, there's, like, not a lot going on except for enemies, and then you you meet the Galactic Federation members, but they pretty much abandon you. Um, but, yeah, like, isolation, yeah, you could say that it, it does. But, it, again, it's, it's tough to say. you got to see more of the game to be able to tell. And that's the same thing with Zelda, actually. Like, people are like, oh, is it, is it going to be better than Twilight Princess? And, I, like, I think it has the potential to. But you gotta remember, like, I only played a little bit, and so you definitely need more to be able to tell. Um, was, was Samus very talky in the cutscenes? I'm just curious, because she, she's usually very quiet. She was pretty talky, and that was the thing. Like, I just wasn't a fan of her voice, but I'm, I'll probably get used to it. Um, but I guess that's just me being really, really picky with voices and stuff like that. Metroid fans right. should be very excited. Very, very excited. I'll say that. So happy. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was all the games that they talked about, and then they moved on to 3DS stuff. Was it? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Okay, so yeah. let's talk 3DS. Um, let's, let's, I'm going to get your guys' impressions first. Like, looking at the 3DS in the show, what were some of your impressions? Just as a, as a you know, perspective from, you know, looking, watching live streams and all that. Well, first of all, we of course Kid Icarus Uprising. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a holy crap moment. And well, actually, you know, let's kind of start with the uh, trailer with uh, Miyamoto and Iwata and Reggie. <laughs> that was great. That was fantastic. Uh, well, Reggie had a tethered uh, jacket afterwards too. That was a good touch. Mm-hmm. Felt pretty uh, real to me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was just perfect about that, and like, plus it was like it gave hints for all these games coming to the 3DS. You saw Star, yeah. the R Wing fly out, and then we saw the press kit release. Oh look, Star Fox 64 3D, and like Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time 3D. All these great, awesome things, like Mario Kart. 
Yeah, but the initial thing, like before the list, we didn't get to see any of it. So you got really spoiled in that because we we don't get to see any of the 3D stuff or anything, sadly. Yeah, and uh, didn't you like when the booth babe came to uh, you and your D for the 3DS, uh, Yoko? Didn't you say something with uh, something was awesome with Link? Yeah, I'll get to that when I do my big long 3DS rant because I have the story of how. I you know my first time with it, and then also when I waited two hours in line for the uh, the 3DS booth. So I'll, I'll get to that. Oh, soon. I wanted to get you guys' impressions on all well, that stuff. Well, I saw something from Paper Mario, and I nearly died. I was so happy because that was the only thing I got. One of the one things I got stuck on for the entire conference. Like, give me Paper Mario! Come on! Come on! Come on! Yeah, and yeah. We're both excited about that. I thought it was a port at first, too, and I was really happy to find out it wasn't. That's going to be fantastic, especially in 3D. 3D! 3D with Paper Mario. I'm expecting them to do some really nice tricks with it for puzzles. <laughs> I just saw a picture that made me laugh. It was like a Goomba flying towards the screen. <laughs> and, uh... Well, uh, Ocarina of Time is looking fantastic with all their new uh, polygons and textures. It's important to note that that was, I think, they originally planned it just as a, uh, Miyamoto especially planned it just as a, uh, a tech demo because he wanted people yeah. to see the opening in 3D, but uh, Nintendo of America on their Twitter account and other sources confirmed that they are going to be making Ocarina of Time yeah. in 3D, even though it wasn't originally on the press release for Nintendo, so that's important to note. Yeah. I, I actually knew that because uh, apparently the Sonic community cares about more things than Sonic because, quite frankly, we're too <laughs> sad with Sonic. But, uh... Oh, sorry, Tony. There's going to be Super Monkey Ball 2 in 3D. That, that's probably going to look really cool. It'll give me motion sickness, I bet. I've never had motion sickness with a video game, but I think that one just might. It <laughs> might. And, I think the uh, monkey feels. Then there's, you know... You know, Super Street Fighter 4 3D HD Turbo Remix... <laughs> Metal <laughs> uh, Gear Solid 3 Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 3 I, Is it going to be a remake or like what? Um, or the it... stuff I've seen kind of It looks like it has Peace Walker elements hmm. Like you kind of have co-op and the CQC kind of looks the same I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I would bet But the screenshots it's... are with the boss, dude You can't forget that Well, that's what I'm th that's why I was thinking That probably it's a prequel to Metal Gear Solid 3 Cut to fans screaming. Yeah, I, I would disagree <laughs> with that, and I'll tell you more when I get to actually what I when I tried Snake Eater 3D, the naked sample. Oh, okay, then that would do it too. The naked <laughs> sample? I didn't know that. That's, 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 that's what the yeah. that's what the demo was called. The naked that's, sample. That, that's fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, and we were uh, me and Super were talking about there was a Sonic game listed on there, and we're, I I was kind of hoping for Rush 3 because I love Blaze and I love. The Rush series, but, but there's Tony, also yeah. Chronicles. Yeah, Tony came up with the idea that maybe it's the next chapter in the Chronicles series hmm. because the uh, first one left on a huge cliffhanger. And, and we've seen nothing of it for years. It's like huge cliffhanger. So it's like either, no, there's like, so either basically they're making a new one, a new Chronicles game, or rocks fell and everybody died. Hmm. Basically, or it could be using the colors formula since you know the graphics are basically like as good as a Wii. Yeah, mm. but speaking of which, Mario Kart 3DS looks amazing. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying it looks better than Mario Kart Wii. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, and uh, what else have I, did I see? And I saw like a single screenshot for Star Fox 64 3D, and I was, I was quite happy with it. Did they announce a price point yet? Nope. <laughs> oh, oh, and, and uh, Kingdom Hearts, of course. Oh, Resident Evil. Kingdom Hearts, Resident Evil. All of these wonderful, fantastic things for the 3DS. Mm-hmm. I am excited. Oh, and Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart, guys. <laughs> How to uh, inside trade like a pro. Oh, yeah. People don't forget, Martha. People don't forget. Uh, but it always makes for a good joke. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay, so if you guys don't mind, I'm going to go on my my long storied rant of stuff for 3DS. All right. Go for it. So being at the conference was amazing, especially to see, you know, the blaring music for the loud intro trailer, which I, I love that music in that trailer. It's It gives me goosebumps, just like the music for the Kid Icarus trailer. It gives me goosebumps. Um, But to see it rise out of the ground, even though it was like a little far away from me, like a, like epic moment of the show for sure. And you look how gorgeous it is. I love the the black and blue color scheme. They also have uh, red, purple, orange, and black models that they had on the show on the uh, in line for the the demo booth, 3DS booth. Mm-hmm. So those look gorgeous. It's a little smaller than a DS Lite, not by much, but a little. It's reasonable to fit in your pocket if you have guys' pockets. You know, girls. Sorry, you have just crazy tiny pockets, but it'll fit in your purse regardless. Um, oh, wait. Never mind, go on. I was going to make a joke, but I totally failed it. I have a purse, I get it. No, I was going to... I actually meant to say Yoko would know all about let girls' pockets. Yeah. <laughs> That's a ladies' man. Um, so, yeah, it was you know great to see the 3DS stuff. I mean, again, like, check out the Show Me Your News YouTube channel. Right after this episode, I'll be posting... Uh, the three parts, it's like 30 minutes of 3DS stuff that I took from my Flip HD, so you'll get the HD footage in my perspective from the show of all the 3DS stuff, hearing some of my reactions, like, during the third-party stuff, just like someone's like, what Super Street Fighter 4? Metal Gear Solid! <laughs> like, it's amazing to hear like some of like, the crowd noise like from, you know, where I was, so... Make sure to check that out on YouTube, and then also be making a uh, an E3 experience video with all the other videos it took, so check that out. But at the end of the show, when you had all the booth babes walk out, it's a dangerous combination to go into a uh, a crowd of nerds with hot babes attached and tethered to amazing tech. That's a potent combination right there. They had a little belt. That was so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there wouldn't be thefts, there'd be kidnappings. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was like a hundred of them there. And then the Zelda stuff right, rose out of the floor. And since I was in fifth row, like my friend and I, we tried to go right for Zelda. We were, you know, sixth maybe back in line. We tried to wait for a while, but the Zelda demo is also pretty long. Um, so after a certain point, we're like, you know what? We can go to Zelda on the floor later. Let's just check out the 3DS. So we get in the long winding line, and... Um, you know, the, the booth babes there with the, the 3DS. If you try the slider pad 
oh man, like if you actually look at the, the screenshot of it, there's like an outside circle of it, and that's like the limitation where it can slide to. It feels so natural, and when you move it, like you know exactly what you have to do. It feels just like an analog stick, but smoother. It's oh, amazing. Um, uh, Shock Hog in the chat, yes, Nintendo did have the best booth babes. No question. Um, press one, press one! They were gorgeous, Sorry. and they knew their stuff. Most of them. Which was an added plus. Um, You're saying the control stick's a lot better than the PSP control stick thing, right? Yes. I haven't really oh my tried god, I hate the, that thing. I haven't tried the PSP controller, but like this really can't be matched. I can't play Peace Walker. I, I tried it. I cannot do it. Um, but go on. But yeah, the slide pad is amazing. And so basically, like what at you know after the show, the demo that they were talking about that you know we got to see there at the the conference. Basically, you fire it up, and the first thing you see is Bowser, Mario, and Luigi, and they're all on like Smash Bros. like trophy stands, and like they're kind of like barely moving, like kind of like idle animation sort of thing. And the 3D definitely hits you. It's not like super impactful you look at it and it's like whoa it 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 is in 3d and you can move it with the the slide pad um what can i say about the 3d let's let's get it straight out of the way that it is the 3d that comes out at you it's not the the fakey 3d depth sort of stuff that the uh, the dsi wear you know tries to pull off it's definitely the 3d that feels like it's coming out at you. Let's just get that out of the way. Not like Jaws 3D. Right. And then uh, you look at the graphics next, and you're like, this looks amazing for a Nintendo handheld. Um, Is this just like f- video footage or whatever? No, I, I can move this with the, uh, the slide pad. This is actual graphics. And it's idle animation. It's it was just very surprising. So they had that. The next character that they had was Pikmin. A little Pikmin scene. And, you know, they are still working on Pikmin 3. Uh, that is still in development. They saved Vitality Sensor, so they're still, they didn't give that up yet. So those were a couple things we thought going in Nintendo would do that they did not. Um, but, you know, the Pikmin scene looks really good. Again, you move it around, it looks great. Excellent. Um, and then next was New Super Mario Brothers Wii with Mario and Luigi and the two Toads and a NSBW sort of scene. New Super Mario... Nope, nope, I messed up. SM... <laughs> NSMBW. New Super... There you go. Okay. Um, it's so just easier to say the title. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> so then they had that. And after, what was next was Samus. And Samus looked really good. Especially, like... I mean, almost, like, better than, you know... Anything you have seen, Samus. I think the 3D just really helped because, like, the, we talk. We talking Samus or Zero Suit Samus? Samus. Yeah. Oh, all right. Zero Suit Samus would be like, ha, oh, the curves, the curves. Um, the way you were talking was confusing me. Yeah, it, just, just regular. It's so good. <laughs> I mean the 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 suit. Oh my god. Um, and then the next one after suit. that was. Uh, Basically, it was like the new, the uh, Mario Galaxy 2 cover art where Mario's riding Yoshi and, you know, they're, again, like they're idle animating sort of thing. And when you, like, put it where Yoshi's snout is, like, sticking out, that's, like, we can easily tell, like, it's definitely, like, a 3D image. Very, very cool. 
but so far it's just like yeah th- this is this is cool I can, I can get behind this but like you know it's just like stuff that you can rotate I, I'm not that impressed yet so then you get to the last one and it's Link and he looks better than he did in Twilight Princess he's also had you know the, the Twilight bits rising from the ground and you're moving around and it's like yeah this looks good and whoop bam and I'm sorry if I blew out your speakers, but he swung his sword, and the way I had it, he swung it right at me, and I swear, I gasped out loud when he swung his sword at me. It was like, right there, you know that you're sold on the 3DS. Like, just seeing that demo is, you know, it's it's exactly the, the 3D that you imagined, and, you know, you look at the tech demos later, I'll talk about that really soon, where they, they capitalize on that effect that, like, the effects, like, really will jump out at you and all that. Oh, it was... Link, nice. Link swinging his sword at you was definitely the highlight of that demo, and it, it sells you on the 3DS, absolutely. Um, so I really hope they have some, like, consoles or something at GameStop so other people can see it because it just sounds so awesome. That's the thing. That's part of Nintendo's genius, Tony, is that you know, you don't know how good the 3DS is until you try it because if you take video of it, the reason the 3DS works so well is, yeah, it's a special screen and all and what they do with it, but the reason it works is because you have two eyes. That's how your brain really? it as a 3D image. <laughs> and so, oh man, the demo man's gonna be pissed. <laughs> and so, when you take video of it, they you know said you know don't take any direct video or pictures because it flattens the image and you know it'd look bad for Nintendo. Blah blah blah. But the thing is that you know Nintendo is is playing it you know on a corporate genius level that you have to like will be able to have to try it at GameStop and once you do. You'll be so hooked that you'll put down any amount of money for it. As long as you have it. As long as you have it, right. I'm pretty sure it won't be anything insanely priced because, I mean, look at Nintendo this generation. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that it'll be under $200, mm-hmm. if not $200 exactly. I mean, they know yeah. how to... You know, it, takes, it costs them a lot more to produce it than the DSi, but I think they'll find a way to somehow keep the price down. I think it'll be 250 Really? I think it will be two two hundred and forty nine ninety nine. Well, that's what Michael Pactor thinks it will be. Who? Um, or he thinks it might be two ninety nine, which is crazy. Michael Pactor is a, a big gaming industry analyst. He he keeps wanting there to be you know VHD, but like whatever it is, I'll still pay. It. I'll still buy it. Mm-hmm. It's it is that good, and so you know we left. And then I wonder what launch title they'll have. Yeah, they'll they'll have a lot. I mean, <laughs> so the next day we went and waited two hours in the 3DS line, and it was it was worth the wait because you know we were told that we have a 20 minute uh, near time, oh. and you know up at the booth. So the first thing I tried, I went straight for Metal Gear, and you know there's all the 100 girls up there again with all the 3DS stuff, and you know each game has certain sections, but you can only tell like what game it is before by actually going up to it. So, I didn't see Star Fox there because I was busy doing other stuff. I wanted to try Star Fox. I really did, but I just couldn't find it out of, like, all the 100 DSs that they had. So, uh, I went and tried Metal Gear first. And it's definitely... What I think it is is Kojima, you know, with the naked sample, 
tried to experiment just for this demo's sake with the character of Naked Snake slash Big Boss in the environment of, you know, the Russian jungle. It's just an experiment with characters and locations. And you can, I'll, you know, elaborate on that theme with another demo I tried. But, you know, you saw things like, you know, a snake, you know, slithered out and jumped at you. Or you had a low angle when the snake was hanging off a bridge. It kind of looked like the bridge. You know, if you play Metal Gear Solid 3, the bridge. But a little more run down. Um, but he was hanging off the bridge, and then, like, a plank kind of fell, you know, towards your eyes, that, that low-angle angle, uh, camera sort of thing. Uh, you're, you're moving through the jungle and all that, and it's, you know, very impressive. Like, stuff with logs rolling, with nails. So I think it was... I think what Snake Eater 3D will be is that most likely it will be the game, but for this The Naked Sample demo, it was I think it was just Kojima experimenting with the character and the location. For, just for this demo's sake, might, might do some different directing or something. Yeah, that, that's very the likely. Like what with uh, the twin snakes, you know, had more like the bullet time stuff compared to the well, Metal Gear Kojima Snake. didn't do that, and some of it was freaking ridiculous. So. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that's what I it looked um, look amazing. And then when I, I went to the there was a guy you know before we went up on the the booth, and he said, you know, you got to try the target shooting one. It's it's got like a, a metal. Uh, not a metal, a wooden platform to the DS, uh, the 3DS, so definitely try that one. I'm like, alright, I will. So one fortunately opened there, and it was like, uh, you know, the booth bay was like, you know, we got this card on the, the wind table, and, you know, you gotta take the 3DS and, you know, move the camera about 14 inches away from the card, but always keep the card in, you know, your, in the camera vision. Okay. So once you hit that, you know, point, and it, it's amazingly, you know, it tracks actually the distance between the camera and the card, which I found was just amazing. Like, it actually real-time tracked how far away you were as you were pulling away. So once you hit that 14-inch uh, mark, the demo started, and the card started to dip into the table, and, you know, targets started to appear. And then the card bulged out of the table. And the point was, you know, a crosshair appeared, and, like, you had to, like, move yourself and the DS around so you could, like, shoot some of these targets. It was an interactive demo. The The table was bulging and sucking in to try to block you from hitting some of the targets. Oh, it was so impressive. Um, let's, uh, quick timeout, Darkrai says in the chat, or Luigi the Sith. I have to refrain from talking specifically about the price point. What I can confirm is that in terms of production costs, it will, uh, it costs more than the cost of the DS today. Having said that, we believe we'll produce enough value worthy of the production costs, so we do not think we have to sell the products below the cost. Yeah. It's Luigi the Darkeon 3. <laughs> yeah, Luigi the Darkeon 3. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd hope it's 180 but I'd even pay $200. Um, anyway, so the, the target shooting demo continues, and it's, it's interactive, and it's you know, amazing what they're doing with the 3D and the camera and the, the motion and all that. And then a dragon comes out, and you have to shoot the dragon so he turns from gold to red to black. And, you know, of course he's lunging at the camera. And it's, it's, it's just so good, especially because it was like one of the few interactive demos that were there. Um, after that, I went and tried the 3D camera taking, or the picture taking. Yeah. Works very well. Um, you hold it up, it looks like it's, you know, 3D when you just take the image, press A. And then what you can do is you can adjust the slider 
uh, on the touchscreen, like the depth of the, uh, you know, your perception of it, the depth perception and the, the preciseness of it. So, you, you know, you adjust it on the slider a little bit before locking it in, and that's your 3D picture that's stored on the hard drive. Looks That's pretty very amazing. Great. Yeah. So, get hyped for that. And then, another uh, a celebrity example, but I actually met him. I, I turn around, and there there's a man with, you know, with white hair, and he's kind of an elderly man. And there's no question who it is. I'm like, it's freaking Charles Martinet. Ah, Mario. <laughs> and who is the voice of Mario, for those who do not know. And, and many others. So I, I pull out my camera, like, and I, I get a little bit of video footage, and, like, he looks at me and, like, smiles, gives the thumbs up, and it's it's going to be on the video that I'm making of the experience. It looks great. And so I couldn't avoid, you know, shot at the camera, I, you know, shook his hand, you know, pleasure to meet you, thank you so much for being here, that kind of stuff. You know, podcast fans are like, you know, I was doing I was doing IRC chat at the end. They're like, you should have done a plug. You'd be like, it's me, Mario, and I implore you to show me your news. Woo-hoo! I'm that not that amazing. guy. I mean, it'd be great if he was, like, at a regular gaming convention, but, like, I'm supposed to be a professional. I'm in a suit <laughs> at E3. And be like, can you please plug my podcast? Uh, not going to be that guy. So, you know, I, I got the video of him. I got to shake his hand. Um... In hindsight, yeah, it would have been a cool idea, but that, that's just not me. Um, so, but yeah, and then I went and, and told my friend, like, dude, Charles Martin is here. You got to go meet him. He's like, where, where? Turns out he left soon after that. And so, like, I got to meet him. Or was he ever day. there at all? I don't know. He felt pretty <laughs> real to me when I shook his hand. Um, and then what I did, I went and I uh, saw Mario Kart. No, I saw Kid Icarus. Looks better, you know, in 3D, of course. The lasers, oh, the lasers look awesome in 3D. I know they look cool in the, the 2D trailer, but, man, the lasers look fantastic in 3D. Um, I tried, what was it, the uh, Mario Kart. It wasn't, like, as, you know, jumping at you 3D, but it just looks great with the, the 3D depth uh, compared nice. to Mario Kart Wii, so really impressive. And then I tried Kingdom Hearts. Which is, again, another example of, you know, they took characters, the creator took characters from the first one and put them in the, the original setting. So, you have Sora, you have Riku, and a little bit of a cameo from Kairi. And you're on the original island that they're at, and then, you know, you're fighting, um, fighting Heartless in Traverse Town. I mean, apparently the creator said that it's gonna, Kingdom Hearts 3D is supposed to be, like, a new game. So, again, like, I'm thinking it's just, you know, the creator experimenting with characters in spaces, just for the demo's sake. So, God, I hope we get Kingdom Hearts 3 at some point soon, though. Yeah. <laughs> the way yeah. is killing me. So many spinoffs. And then I went to go try Paper Mario, because I knew pa- people wanted to hear about Paper Mario, but the booth babe closed the 3DS on me, and time was up. Oh. And I had to go. Um, no. So that was my extent of trying the 3DS. I was blown away. And I was blown away, and I met Charles Martinet. Wookie, wookie, I have to ask, I heard this on a Mega Man site. They were very sad that there was, like, no Mega Man content. But they said something about Mega Man 2 in 3D. Did you see anything about that? I didn't see uh, anything, but I, I heard, you know, there are, like, rumors floating around out there that, you know, like, Mega Man 2 and, like, other different things that they could be. 
uh, bringing it back. So, right. Yeah, I mean, huh. it's it's a possibility. Um, but that that'd be really cool. Except I suck at Mega Man. Eh, just saying. And yeah. you know, there's they could have easily put Mega Man one through six in a DS title. True, definitely. I'd buy it. I, I would totally buy that. Um, there's so much they could re-release in 3D that I'd probably just buy anyway. Yeah. Let's see, what else of my E3 experience? I played Sonic Colors and loved it. Panda even agrees that game needs more hype, which that's, for, for Panda, as critical of a new of new games as he is, <laughs> for Panda to love how Sonic Colors looks, get hyped, people. Um, it does look really good. I did not... I think we both didn't like the Unleashed uh, daytime levels because it's just so fast you can't you can't gauge what's up ahead, but that that looked just the right speed. Oh, it's great. It really is. Um, and you have a drill now for some yeah, reason. and a laser and a, a speed boost. Yeah. <laughs> the drill is just so galaxy. <laughs> Except you, the can, drill? you control the drill. I just like the, the announcer. And, uh, <laughs> just before you do anything, he's just like, laser! <laughs> he's so happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see, I also tried Super Mario. That's right, all, didn't you? Oops, sorry. Yeah. US ranked all the stages, didn't you? Oh yeah. I mean it was it was pretty easy, like and I hardly got hit. And it was again like another example of like I know how to play a Sonic game. Not a lot of people knew how to play Sonic, because like I drifted with the uh the nunchuck when they told me to and like I got the drift like right on. The guy's like, Wow, that's that's really good for picking just picking that up. I'm like, Thanks. But a lot of people didn't know how to turn it looked like, so yeah. that's great. You hardly really needed to you know, actually use the drift from, you know, what I played in the game. Maybe you will in later levels, but, you know, it was an interesting feature to have because there's no other buttons you can press because mm. you're using the just the Wii Remote and the Nunchuck. I mean, B is to use the powers, except when you're drilling, you shake. Um, a is to obviously jump. Z is to slide, and you're not going to press C to do the drift, so... Um, no light dash, uh, huh? No light dash, from what I could tell. <laughs> but no, it's, oh, well. it's so much fun. Um... So, mm-hmm. let's see. And then I played Super Scribble Knots a little bit. Um, it's nice to have the adjectives. And D-pad control doesn't <laughs> fix all the problems, but it's a nice alternative. So, Super Scribble Knots mm-hmm. definitely better than the first. Um, although I, I'm Gentlemanly sti- Red Raptor. Yeah, I, I'm still not sure I'll buy it. I, I'm, I'll just say yeah. that. I mean, I, I mean, I never really beat the original Scribble Knots, and... I didn't try any show me your news words. I couldn't think of any. Like, I knew, you know, <laughs> dang Skippy wasn't going to be there. I knew, what was it, you know, Hugeosity wasn't going to. <laughs> um, badass degree, uh, so I don't know. Um, and I also tried Ghost Trick Phantom Detective, which is a Capcom game. I think if you like Phoenix Wright, definitely look it up and uh, give it a try. Basically, like, you're a guy who's dead, and you have to go back to, like, four minutes before people's deaths and try to possess things and do tricks with them to try to prevent their deaths. It was interesting. Um, It was, yeah, it was basically, like, you know, find out, like, what's the next trigger to move the story along. It was was interesting. So if you like Phoenix Wright, I'd I'd look into Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective. Um, Those are all the really, all the games I played, which is a lot of them for the time I was there. Um... I also saw, you know, as far as celebrity goes, I saw Jeff Keighley from Game Trailers. Uh, who's the host of, you know, Game Trailers TV and all that. And also uh, Brian Crescenti, who is the editor-in-chief of Kotaku. Uh, we already talked about how I saw Miyamoto. 
Walked past Peter Molyneux, saw Peter Moore, who used to be with Microsoft, now is the head of EA Sports. I stopped by the G4 booth and saw Kevin Pereira, Olivia Munn, Adam Sessler, Morgan Webb. Uh, I was right next to Stuttering Craig of Screw Attack when I was in the Sonic <laughs> Colors line. He's a pretty cool guy. Wow. Uh, and, um, Michael Pactor, like I mentioned earlier, and obviously Reggie and Iwata at the conference. And then my friend and I, we met Minnesota Governor Tim Pawlenty at the airport, who, if you don't know, if you know, he might be one of the potentials for the next Republican presidential candidate in 2012. So that was kind of interesting. Um, speaking of my friend, my my dear, dear friend, Adrian, um, I have a Show Me Your News exclusive for you people. And if you're, oh, listening, if you're listening in the chat, you get to be one of the first to hear this. So my only disappointment of the show was that there was a Nintendo party that evening of the conference where my friend and his dad were under the impression since like he works for like a, a Latin American company, they thought like all the different Nintendo stuff was going to be split up, and uh, you know they'd be with like Latin American speakers, and that put me in an uncomfortable situation if I had to like you know be amongst all Spanish speakers. It turns out that you know I was on the guest list for this Nintendo party, and you know all the different branches of Nintendo were there. And they were all speaking English. And my friend met and had a 20-minute conversation with Reggie fils Oh. Sad face. He texts me. That and sucks. I'm like, he's like, dude, you should get down here. And, like, what do you want me to, to you know, ask him? And it turns out he didn't talk to him. You know, we were talking in the IRC chat. And I was just like... In the, in the chat. <laughs> and, you know, You're sitting here talking to us. Yeah, and the, the, you know, people in the chat was like, you know, ask about Smash. Has you heard of Show Me Your News? Um, the DS, you know, 3DS should definitely do like a, a DSiWare or sort of thing, like a virtual console for that kind of stuff. And like, you know, he never got to talk to him again because he left actually. And so my friend was like, you know, dude, like, you know, get a cab, come down here to the Roosevelt Hotel, you're on the guest list, and I'm just like, you know what, I, I haven't told you all like all the crazy administrative and ridiculous hotel and other kinds of things that happened to me, but with the luck I was having with those kind of things, I would have paid money for a cab, gone down there, and Reggie would have left already. And mm -hmm. then would have had to pay for another cab to go back. So, you know, I... I just, you know, kind of passed on the opportunity and said, you know, that's that's just one of, like, the disappointments I'll have to have, that you got to net and talk with Reggie. And so here is the exclusive that I withheld the information from the IRC chat because I wanted the hype for this episode. So he was talking to Reggie, and he's like, okay, you know, what about the uh, the online? Like, you know, definitely your, you know, the online system has to be better for the 3DS. And he's like, well, yes, uh, you know, the system is obviously going to be streamlined and also like we talked about in the conference, but we are going to have it so that only one friend code will be required and it'll be the one that is tethered to the system. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, uh, there's uh, actual streamlining. 
I was hope I was kind of hoping you'd say there's Smash game that was gonna be on the 3DS. Oh, if only it was that. <laughs> but no, only only but one that's cool too. code attached to the 3DS, and not for all the different games. That is, that's amazing. And you know, he also asked about like you know what's what's the processing power of the 3DS. And Reggie's like, I know it, but it's not important. <laughs> Just like oh, the hell it's not. <laughs> Um, you know, Reggie was also asked by like game trailers, TV, and all that. You know, what about the timing? Supposedly, you know, it should be out before Christmas in Japan, and ideally no later than March 2011 here in America. So, is the Pokemon game going to be on it? No, no, the Pokemon game is already confirmed to be a DS game, even though it has like 3D kind of graphics. It's, oh, they're going to remake it and make us uh, buy it twice. Yeah, probably the gray version. The You know, the next game after the original two. Probably gray will be on the 3DS. I'd love to see Pokemon attacks in 3D. Yeah. But, uh, no, that that was the, the news that my friend found out via Reggie. And it's, it is great news. Not, not going to lie. Uh, the 3DS Definitely. does have backwards compatibility. They haven't finished, you know, the actual cartridge area of the console yet. They had kind of locked it up for the, the prototype stuff, but it's supposed to have compatibility with DSi games. And that's like why they have the touchscreen, um, you know, to have the compatibility with, you know, DS and DSi games. So, I mean, it's like an amazing console handheld thingy. (laughs) (laughs) That's your whole sum up of the last 30 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, but no, E3 was, just an amazing, amazing time, and if you ever get to go, just you're you're gonna be tired as all hell. You'll be on your feet constantly. You'll forget to eat and drink. Your appetite will, you know, just disappear because you're having so much fun, and you have no idea the amount of scale everything is. Just monitors everywhere, and oh my goodness, it's fantastic. Oh, and Psycho Wing wants me to talk about the 3DS trolls. <laughs> what? Okay, so... Oh, he so, told this story. I had mentioned on Twitter, you know, because, you know, at twitter.com slash showmeyournews, I had, like, up to the minute, you know, things on what I was doing. I was in line for Move, and these two PS3 fanboys were behind me. And they're like, you know, yeah, did you get to try the 3DS yet? And one of them was like, you know what, like... I haven't tried it yet, and I don't think I want to wait in line for it. And they started saying stuff like, yeah, you know, I I bet the 3D is just like the kind you get headaches from. You know, let's ignore the fact that there's the slider to even turn off the 3D or to lessen the effect. And then, um, you know, they also said, yeah, the camera doesn't do eye tracking. You have to to actually move the device, and that sucks. And um, they also uh. said, oh, they said one more thing that's just blanking on me at the moment. It was just really ignorant stuff like that. And it took me all of, you know, my, to, to bite my tongue just to be like, yeah, so I just came from there. And if you haven't tried it, shut the hell up. Because there's no question... The 3DS alone stole the entire show. It's it's as simple as that. If you want to be Nintendo-hating fantards, 
and you don't want to play the Wii games because they're not HD and all that, then you're just going to miss out on some games. That's fine. But if you're going to say the 3DS isn't the real deal, you got to try something like that first. Yeah. Because it sounds like the real deal. It's as I've been telling people like all week long. 3DS is legit, yo. The show. Sounds like you should have Yoko punched him though. <laughs> Yoko punch. This is probably. Go ahead. I was just saying, it's like, well, if you Yoko punched him and then me when his posse came, it's just like, that would have been the best first impression ever. Probably, they probably would have gave you a job. Is that what I didn't do? Damn it, because I need work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you guys have any other final impressions of E3? Uh, are we going to talk uh, EA or Ubisoft or anything? Uh, nah, we're already running at like two and a half hours long. And okay, well, Rayman is back, and I'm so happy. So there, I'm Konami's so freaking happy. Rayman's back. Konami's conference. One million. I, I didn't see that one. One million troops. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, let's try and not end this on a racist note. <laughs> That's exactly how you said it, though. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Rayman Origins looks like it has to be co-op. It, they I'm, said it was. It, uh, which I'm excited about. If we're playing it, you have to be Glowbox. I gotta be Rayman. It has a name. Yeah, dude, he's been in like all the game, or he's been in two and three anyway. Oh well, I've never played a Rayman game. He's voiced by John Leguizamo in the third game, which is really weird. <laughs> Go look that up if you want to laugh. <laughs> I know, I know who that is, actually. Well, but, imagine that voice coming out of that blue thing. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to hear from Dan Green. Jeez. Yeah, he should be Ray, man. Well, I, I think that's <laughs> a fair summary of everything that was at E3. Um, be sure to check, like I've mentioned already, youtube.com slash showmeyournews. Uh, I'm going to be having a video of the 3DS stuff from my vantage point during the conference and also my uh, experience video that I have to put together of the the two gigabytes of video that I assembled just of, you know, little bits from the show. Everything. So, look forward to that. Um, anything else from you guys? Uh, I guess, again, saying, show me new wiki, guys! <laughs> uh, I gotta mention it. Show me news wiki, for sure. Let's find that on the main page, or was it, smyn.wikia.com? I think so. Yeah. Let me double check. It's on my bookmarks. Just check on the site and look at all the stuff. Yeah, show me, stuff. showmenews.com, <laughs> and also showmenews.com slash forum. Go check out the forums. Um, and I want to end by saying that gaming is going to be a very, very expensive hobby this Ooh. coming year. <laughs> is it ever? It's going to be so broke. <laughs> I, jo- I worked for the census and my job just ended, so but crap. It'll, it'll definitely be <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, sorry, we're, uh, yeah, it's smyn.wikia.com. Um, sorry, no mail times, but for right now, we're going to go pass it over to It's Your Turn. And uh, with that, I'm Yoko. I'm Super. I'm Tony the Hedgehog. Let's pass it on to It's Your Turn. This week's It's Your Turn comes from Pop Top 11 discussing other games that should have been in 
Mario Sports Mix. Yeah, we got volleyball, we got basketball, we got dodgeball, we got hockey. But what else should have been in the game? Let's hear it from Mop Top 11. Hey all, it's Mop Top 11 here with my turn. Or a, uh, it's your turn. I thought because this is an E3 special episode, I should cover something that was just announced there. That something is Mario Sports Mix. Aha, fooled you, didn't I? Thought I was gonna do DJ Hero 2, didn't ya? <laughs> we'll leave that for another time. I'm gonna focus on Mario Sports Mix is the sports selections that could go with, what I would want to see, and what I would want them to avoid. Interesting choices for sports that I would have in mind may have already been chosen already, or may not work or fit for the Mario universe. That's one thing you have to have in mind when thinking of sports for Mario. He's very limited. Not limited as in stamina, but limited on what could work in the Mario world. Some choices I have in mind already are football, lacrosse, bowling, and maybe badminton. I'm very curious to see what sports Nintendo chooses, as most of them have already been done in some shape or form in the Mario game. The choices they have already chose for this game are very interesting, as basketball has already been used in Mario Hoops 3 on 3, but perhaps they wanted to revamp it on a home console. You never know. Plus, hockey has already been used in Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympics. And volleyball and dodgeball are very interesting, and I, for one, can't wait to see how they will do these two sports. For sports, I want them to steer clear from anything that could put this game in Wii Sports Resort ripoff area. I know I chose bowling as a sport they could use, but everything else that Nintendo may choose could keep this game away from being a sports resort ripoff, with that one exception. I'm very curious to see what sports Nintendo does end up choosing, and I do hope that Mario Sports Mix will be anything but Wii Sports Resort, and I do hope they don't have this game setting beyond Woohoo Island, as I have seen Nintendo been pushing that place a lot more now. Well that's it for my turn, and thanks for choosing my turn for this episode, Yoko. By the way, I'm always open for being on SMIM again, and I just hope my voice won't sound that youngish anymore by the time you do choose me for an episode. Anyways, thanks again. Until next time, this has been Mop Top 11. Stay daft. So I got the text from Panda last night, and like you know, I said like, oh, did you, did you want to be on the show? That's how I followed it up. But what he originally sent to me was, um, no, no, not my sent folder inbox. He says verbatim, word for word, "What's up with that thing about me getting milk?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he came across it, but that's what he said. <laughs> and so I just like I I just vaguely like responded. I was like, something the fans came up with about an alternate reason regarding your break from the show? Hell if I know. And he said in response, Weird, and I don't even like milk. <laughs> 
Super, please, for the love of God, tell me you're still recording. I am. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, no, I, I recorded specially for this because I, I knew it'd be good. And then uh, yeah, he says, you know, it depends on if my rents were coming to help me clean out my condo, my bro's old, sh my bro's old shit. So I'd know by tomorrow morning. -ish. Yeah, he never, he never got back to me. But um, no, he. I don't know how he came across getting milk, getting milk, getting <laughs> milk. But uh, I wish that was the joke. <laughs> did you did you like that second comic I made? It, it was admittingly not as good, but I just liked that song for a death song. I liked it. Yeah. But there's still the, always the question is why do you have so a songs for dead friends playlist? <laughs> A lot of funny stuff to me in there, like, I made you curse on the air. Yeah. And obviously, I that was, like, apparently my entrance into Tony's comics. Uh, you were in that pizza party thingy. Yeah, I was front and center on the pizza party, and Tony swears that he didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Microsoft uh, confirms Connect Bundle's new $199 Xbox 360, available this fall. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Uh, if anything, I'm gonna get that really nice new one, Sleek. It looks gorgeous. It really does. I really. It has a lot more advantages, as to say, the Slim PS3 does. Mm-hmm. I really want a Slim PS3, but it just doesn't seem worth the money for getting rid of, you know, your current PS3. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about the new Pokemon from Koro Koro, so let's make this another part of the Easter egg. This this. Milk, milk and Pokemon Easter egg. Um, <laughs> milk tank. No milk tank. No. <laughs> me to me. I hate milk tank. Oh, loud. Um. So, oh no, this is E3 conference reveals wealth of information about 3DS. More Pokemon black and white information surfacing. So you have Chirami, the chinchilla, who's a normal type. Looks kind of cute. What can I say? Uh, Muna. The Dream Eater Psychic Pokemon, like the pink egg thing, not a fan. Um, you have okay. Gyaru, who's like Magnemite, kind of cool, a steel type, whatever. Uh, Mamepato, Mamepato is a baby pigeon Pokemon, normal and flying. It's totally going to be the Pidgey. He's a Pidgey for sure. Uh, Hihidaruma, the fire monkey kind of looking thing, creepy face. Um... I guess, I guess he's cool. Uh, Shimama, finally a zebra Pokemon, although an electric type is interesting. Um, that's just what uh, I think. And then uh, Meguroko, who is a ground and dark crocodile. Uh, uh. Um, interesting new ability for him, especially uh, overconfident. Raises attack when the user defeats a foe. A few new That's gonna be awesome when you're like playing a trainer with uh, six Magikarp. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Just like get stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like the new Pokemon except for uh, Muna. But um, what I was gonna say was, oh my goodness, it just blanked on me. No, I'm, they look cool. That's that's just what I'm, I'm gonna say. Um, Spoilers: Yoko likes Pokemon. Gasp! I do. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously? You... I thought you hated it. Oh, oh crap! I forgot. I, I just re remembered something we didn't talk about. What was that? 
We forgot Infamous too. Oh yeah, looks pretty cool. Uh, looks pretty cool. Wow. It, it looks so different too. Yeah. Like it's a new voice actor. Cole looks really different. It's gonna be weird to get used to. I, I, don't, I don't think I think I'm the only one here who's played it, but. I just remembered uh, what I want to talk about. Well, first, random Wi-Fi matches for Pokemon. Hell yes. And oh, also, this God. is one of the first Pokemon games where, like, I've actually followed the Japanese, you know, version of the game, like, before anything else. So, like, you know, learning all these Japanese names, a lot of them are going to change. And I'd be like, no, it's Hihidaruma, not Monkey Punchy. <laughs> I hope there's a Pokemon named Monkey Punchy now. <laughs> It'll be Primeape's third form. And now I'm gonna call him Monkey Punchy just, <laughs> just to do it.